Do not despair, fanatics. For unlike Jeff Hardy, we are not passed out from the stairwell. <laughs> we are here at Castle Day Manwick for episode 99 of Three Fans of Pod. The only place you should be getting any of your wrestling news, gossip, and general opinions from. <laughs> general opinions, I don't know about news. You might be a little late to the game. I'm getting curious <laughs> from us. But, but it's if you do, <laughs> enjoy yourself, I guess. Uh, and as always, we have some wrestling news to talk about. We're going to talk about Extreme Rules, Infected the Fallen, and in with discussion, like we always do. And then maybe we'll do something special and fun at the end if the fanatics are good. But before we jump into all of that, uh, you guys know, always and forever, the first question that will be answered on this podcast will be, what are we drinking? Well, in lieu of... Uh, or in, in the place of Gritty Bee, the Queen Bee. Who apparently she can't be bothered to be amongst us. Uh, yes. She is absconded with her titles. Actually, they're hanging off the back of that chair. So we could have absconded with her titles. <laughs> um, then I will go first. Here, here. And it's me, Easy E, the sleaziest of G's. You know who I am. You know what it do. Um, I'm drinking, once again, Barefoot Moscato spritzer because I'm fun and bubbly like a barefoot Moscato spritzer. Mm. Ayy. Hey. hey, Mr. And this is Deb Dastardly here flanked by the effervescent <laughs> Carney Hands Katie. Perfect. And I'm drinking a natural light because I'm trash. And this is Mr. Business, and due to a uh, Extreme Rules fallout I had, I will be drinking a hard cider. <laughs> and that's how I got into Julia! <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna be a little bit upset. I heard that. So. You're also not wearing deodorant. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my phone, like, the fuck? He just texted me that. I'm not wearing any deodorant. Can you tell? <laughs> Okay. Jesus Christ. And it's me, the Carney Katie, the killer cop, <laughs> the coolest cat, always sitting at the goddamn table. And I'm also drinking a Natty Light. And I'm gonna do a shot of blue Curacao. Not, 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 not the normal man's shooting liquor. Well, when you're desperate, um, it's the only liquor you have. These were desperate times. You don't need to be, <laughs> you don't need to be airing your, 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 your shortcomings on this podcast. I will air any shortcomings. It's my podcast. It's our podcast. Every day is best of us where you have the grieving of er, 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 grievances. It's the grieving of parents. That's not it. Those aren't. Are you coming? Oh, you did. Yeah, you did. (laughs) It's very fitting that you have a blue mustache now. Good. Everyone. Carney Hands has a blue mustache. He's He's got a Liv Morgan. He has a smirk of blue job. Yeah, it does. (laughs) You have a Liv Morgan now. Congrats. Shortcomings? Because they're sharks. And they're all dudes except one. It makes you wonder. Like I feel like there was a gang rape. No, she's a whore. She's Smurfette. She's 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 a whore. Smurfy heels. She knows what she's doing with her Smurfy heels. She loves to get a Smurf in her Smurf. Not a Smurf. She's Smurfing all the way up to her Smurf. Well, that was a weird tangent. <laughs> so, uh, first on the docket this week, there have been 
rumors, dare I say, reports that NXT could possibly be getting its own call-up, if you will, to Fox. Uh, apparently there have been discussions that uh, Fox wants to have NXT have a show on Wednesdays, which would put them going head-to-head, 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 with AEW when they start in October. So that's an interesting thought. Um, but Dave Meltzer also goes on to say that um, if it's going to happen, it's oh. going to be on FS1. They're not going to put it on on the main channel. Yeah. I heard that FS1 is getting a w, uh, a wrestling, kind of like a, it sounded like Sports Center, but for wrestling. Like Sports FS1. Talk Show. A Sports Talk Show for wrestling. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. awesome. I, I would, that. would be super excited about that. Would too. Well, whatever they can do, you know, as you're taking on wrestling programming, whatever you can do to draw more attention to it, I mean. Yeah, and I mean, they're trying to portray it more like a sport to where, you know. Yeah. I've heard things about, you know, wins and losses matter now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, I don't know if they're doing weight classes or not, but, I mean, they kind of already do weight classes. To an extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's more of, like, backstage politics than it is actual television right. content. The, the sports talk show, would that be... Is it just WWE or is it all wrestling? It would just be WWE since it's on FS1, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, it's gonna be all WWE. So it's, it's but WWE. the entire because they've got a whole fucking world of wrestling shit. Right. So I wonder you know, if they be, sign somebody new to NXT or something like that, they can discuss it and they'll yeah. have. I would hope like maybe two former wrestlers who are pretty high up their name, and then maybe an analyst or two. Maybe an injured list. Here you go. Who's here? Who's injured? Rehabbing. You know, I know you can't spoil returns because that's part of wrestling. You know, you mm-hmm. like to have that, but you know, fill in on all the information that you know you need to know. I hope it's not WWE fed though, even though it's them. I hope it's not them just telling, pandering their own agenda. Yeah. yeah, you know, their shitty yeah. corporate agenda. Right. Well, I would imagine it, there would have to be some sort of like. I'm sure to an extent there will be, but I mean, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't. It's if I hear another fucking corporate buzzword. From them, I'm gonna lose my shit. Bischoff. WWE Universe was enough. And Bischoff that shit is, is cringy as fuck. Well, Bischoff's in charge of all this Fox stuff. Like, he's the guy. Yeah, he's doing smack. He's like the. I think I said this last Also, time. executive director. Yeah, he's director also, he hasn't like taken that. over SmackDown yet. So far, no. he hasn't been. Because Vince anything. was on call for the yeah, last I heard he might not be taking over. Like, his role, I think, is what it is. It's dealing with Fox. Like, I read something that made it sound like he wouldn't be. Really he's not booking. Yeah, he, exactly. He's not booking SmackDown. Um, and that he might not book SmackDown. I don't know what his job role is or what all he's going to do, but kinda, it kind of made it sound like... I they're like executive directors. What's the point of having that title if you're not actually... Well, you're well, the maybe they've got to run things through. I don't even yeah. know. He's not going to be actively booking matches and you know shit like that. Like, this could he could give a general angle or say, they push this guy. Right. That's but, what I know Heyman's doing. That Heyman's real big on Ricochet. And, like what Ricochet's done since Heyman's been, you know, involved with Raw. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been invented two Raws. They hey, he won a belt. And you gotta be cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, he's pretty new on the roster. I mean, he hasn't even been on there. I'm going to be surprised if the belt in Yeah. Not not as surprised. Don't watch them take away from. I I I like it. 
I like that they're in a program together. And if this continues, then it'll be just classic matches back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, next week on Raw, they're doing a Raw reunion, mm-hmm. which I don't understand. Because mm. um, nothing's nothing's happening. It's not like the 25th anniversary, which they just already haven't been. It's not like an anniversary or anything like that. Yeah. Okay, let me just run down the list that are oh, of people that are supposed to be there. Um, Alondra Blaze, Booker T, Candice Michelle. Uh, Christian, Devon Dudley, Eric Bischoff, Eve Torres, uh, Gerald Briscoe, Hulk Hogan, Hurricane Helms, Julian Hall, Jonathan Coachman, Jerry Lawler, Jimmy Hart, Caitlin, Kelly Kelly, Kevin Nash, Kurt Angle, Lillian Garcia, Mark Henry, Molina, surprise, mm-hmm. Mick Foley, Pat Patterson, Rick Flair, Rikishi, Road Dog, Road Dog, uh, Ron <laughs> Simmons, uh, Santino Morella, oh, wow. Scott Hall, X Pac, Sergeant Slaughter, Shawn Michaels, Sid Vicious, <gasps> Steve Austin. Oh, no, he was just a fanboy. Actually. <laughs> yeah, but Stone Cold, the Boogeyman, the Godfather, and Ted DiBiase. That's a fucking lot of people you're cramming into this show. Yeah. A lot of I mean, although Raw is three hours long. Well, that's true. But, but yeah. then that's your whole Raw. Is no, yeah. I mean, they put them in group segments. You know how they have yeah. like a bunch of old timers yeah. backstage? I, I just they do like, something comical. <laughs> like, here's my thing. Yeah. SummerSlam is mid-August or is it the end of August? Mid-August. August 11th. That's that's right there, isn't it? That's two weeks two away. Weeks. Two or three weeks. You're taking away and you get one show a week. So you basically have two more Raws, right? Before SummerSlam. You have three. You three? have three, I think. Okay, well, yeah. one of them is going to be a Raw reunion. That's going to have a lot of a lot to do with this, I think. Mm-hmm. That kind of takes away from one of your big four pay-per-views when you're trying to build because you've stacked these damn pay-per-views so close what 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 are you gonna what story are you gonna tell you know in two in two weeks because one of those weeks is gonna be this well and that kind of goes back to what we talked about a few weeks ago with having these pay per views just like a few weeks apart not having time to build storylines and all that kind of stuff and this just makes it worse I think this is, this is, way this is yeah Although, it's misplaced yeah it's very of, misplaced and I feel like usually they do SummerSlam towards the end. Yeah. You know, the third or fourth week of August, but this time, for some reason, it's super Wait, early. Right. One of the things that I heard, I think it was on Busted Open, I was listening to a few episodes of that, a few most recent episodes of that today, and one thing that they were talking about, and I think it was Bully Ray who made the point, that bringing in these nostalgia acts and all that is going to give, like, working them in now and having them when you go on TV is going to real people in when they see somebody that they recognize. You know, if because people who are flipping the channels, if they're going by Fox and they see somebody more like... Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yeah. Shawn Michaels. May, they may be more likely to stop. And that's mm-hmm. a, another thing, too. Shawn Michaels, um, which we could touch on it later, but why not just fucking talk about it now. Um, when Shawn Michaels is joining the commentary team on SmackDown next week. Hmm... I well, thought you were going to say for good. I was like, oh, holy shit. I hope well, he's replacing Corey fucking stale grade. I don't I know wish. that he's replacing anyone, but he he's... And I don't know if it's a one-off thing or if he is it's something he's going to be doing consistently. From what I, I read... I like a trial. I'm just throwing out there and see how he does. From what I read, yeah, it's something I mean, that he's going to be doing. 
We'll see. Yeah, so it's, so I so think it's he's not, pretty booked with NXT right now. It's not just a, yeah. he comes in for the main event. He's going to be there the whole show. From from what I understand, yeah. He's uh, he's also one of the writers or bookers for NXT, so... Yeah. But with this whole reunion thing, don't you think it kind of... Because that's obviously why they're bringing all these people in is to grab attention. To get right. those that's exactly what I yeah. read. It's, it's a grab at ratings because ratings are doing so bad, so they're bringing all these people back. All right. But like we had talked about earlier, doesn't that kind of slap your current roster in the face? Because basically yes. you're telling them that you're not getting the job done. Yeah. So. Although they were talking about uh, talking to you about it, your inaugural episode on Fox. Fox, having people like if you can get people like The Rock in there and have The Rock do a segment with Roman, and that way you get the familiarity with The Rock if you are not a current wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and then you see Roman and you get that there's a tie. And, you know, they could reference Hobbs and Shaw, because that'll have come out a couple months ahead of this, <laughs> but they, that they're in together. Booty. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe I'm deleted. <laughs> I just, I like watching Jason Statham in an action movie, because I like watching yeah, I love Jason Statham, kicks. too. So, so I'm probably, like, honestly... Bad career. He's made some bad careers. He has made some yeah, pretty bad careers. He keeps bouncing back. Yeah. In the name of the king. Let's not talk any more about it, but I'll Let's, just throw that name out there. His name was in that. Wait, what's going on? But the then whole, he's also done, In the name like, of the king. Horrible movie that had fucking Ron Perlman. Ray Liotta was a fucking sorcerer. Oh, God. Jason Statham. Just, yeah, just, I'm sold. Yeah. No, then you've it's got Ray Liotta. Jason Farmer. I, did, I turned it off. I turned it off. I watched it all. <laughs> I, did, I couldn't watch it all. I he's also watch. done... Like the Italian job, that was pretty good. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah the transporter Bad. movies. And <laughs> yeah, but then he's also done crank. Yeah, crank, crank movies. <laughs> Hopefully he hasn't actually done crank, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so you know, getting someone's attention by seeing someone that they're familiar with, working the you know, working them in a segment with somebody that's newer, and get and you know someone will say, oh, that's a rock. Who's that? Oh, that's Roman Reigns. That's The Rock's cousin. Cool, he's wrestling. All right. So what's this about? And maybe kind of get them in. And they even had this whole thing too about the Boogeyman and Bray Wyatt. And I think this is more maybe for this. Could even be for this Monday's episode. Not so much for TV later on. But you know how the Boogeyman was always like this, this terror. Yeah. And with his worms and his yeah, and book it, book it, book it, and ride it to where. Boogeyman is afraid, like visibly, like he's shaken and all this stuff because of the fiend. And then that gives more clout to Bray Wyatt's character, the fiend, you know, because Boogeyman's never been scared of anybody. And then all of a sudden, yeah. So I have the Boogeyman out there cutting in parallel and sets the lights cut off. Comes back on. Bray Wyatt's got him in the fucking sister Abigail. I don't hate that. Got to hit it. <laughs> Who was? I think it might have been. Is it Bully? Who said? Who said? Yeah, and then have Bray take the worms, uh, dig the worms out of the boogeyman's mouth, and just put them all over his face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, a little, that's a little too far. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, but that's but it was funny. I think that's if you're bringing back one or two people to interact with someone new. Right. This, this whole thing. It's like 20 motherfuckers. Right. It's ridiculous. 
it, to me, it just says that they don't have faith in the people they have now, and I'm not blaming the wrestlers. I think there's a whole issue with the process of WWE, right. which is why they're putting out a shit product. It's not. Right. That's all Vince. This is all Vince right here. So, you know, yeah. you have these people that work for you, the wrestlers, the writers, who are day in and day out, trying to put on the best show they can. Those mm-hmm. poor writers probably work fucking around I the clock. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Because Vince is crazy, and I'd imagine him calling you at, like, 4 in the morning and being yeah. like, ha new idea. <laughs> We're going to get all these people in here, and they're like, we already wrote it. And he's like, nope, scrap it. Write <laughs> it again. <laughs> That's good shit. <laughs> this is good shit. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure last time I checked, those openings are still there on Indeed. So they just, people either don't yeah, want to work like there. Turnover rate. People yeah. either don't want to work high. there or they just keep fucking firing people. But to yeah. me, just doing something as stupid as this without any warranting of it with, you know, it being an anniversary where you would bring people back, that makes sense. This is just a random fucking raw where you're like, oh, these people are coming back. It's a reunion. It doesn't make any sense. And why <laughs> and why do it why do it now? And looks, it's it's the same question I have about this whole Brock and the Universal Championship thing. To me, this looks desperate. I get it, but why now? Why right this now? This seems like something better suited for after SummerSlam. Yeah, keep talking. I gotta in between SummerSlam and because after that, it's what Survivor Series. No, no, no. well, as there will be eighty shitty periods <laughs> in between. SummerSlam and Survivor Series. They're going to do another overseas one, right? It's going to be the greatest Survivor Series. The greatest SummerSlam ever. <laughs> and that'll be in fucking September We're in the desert. Where yeah. is summer? Oh, you're <laughs> And as Chris Jericho would say, uh, an unnamed Eastern Kingdom. <laughs> They're going to fight on the Arctic. I feel like they should go back to Australia. That crowd was fucking no, rocking. Yeah, that, that was, that, instead of doing... Saudi, do different places. which I'm sure gives you a shitload of money. Whatever. But it's gonna give you the controversy. Yeah, and you're gonna lose and your money wrestlers from that don't event. like it. The people, I mean, they're not. They're the most with important, it. right? Yeah. Like, do do two shows in Australia, or do Australia in I don't. There's anywhere. Why don't they do big shows in the UK? They fucking love wrestling yeah. in the UK, Australia, or UK. Japan, or ooh, that would be great, right? Or like the beast in the wall. east or whatever. Go, go. Go to Germany, Mexico, Russia, Mexico. Yeah, no, oh, they could, they can, they could do. They, they have fucking you could say rich people country, in Mexico, right? man. Well, I really it is a third world country, but we're at twenty. They can do it. They can definitely do it. And guess what? They fucking they fund it all themselves. And I spilled minutes wrong. You so have Rey Mysterio in there. Rey main event. That, they're gonna for the belt. Well, tickets are gonna if you fly. Were, if you were to build Rey up. A little bit, and then have Ray win the fucking belt in Mexico? Dude, tickets will fly. Or if they Andrade. had it at Arena Mexico Andrade. or something. Andrade. Andrade. They have the Lucha House Party. It'd be even cooler. Grand Metalik. Say Andrade, because I think Andrade at this point is more believable to win the belt than Ray, because they've, they've ruined Ray, right? A little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. he won the U.S. belt, but he lost in like a Right. Moment, so. Um, have Andrade win the belt from Kofi. Have him win from Kofi. He's the WWE champion. And have him versus Ray in Mexico for the belt with Ray going over. I don't – either way, I think I think that would be – Either way, yeah. They yeah. would fucking sell I just tickets. think people would go crazy for that. And they have enough talent to where they can – you know, just that match itself is going to sell out the entire show. I think so. Um, that over anything – talking anything over – Anything Arabia. over Saudi Arabia. 
And we, we said, you could do two shows in Australia, you can do a show in the UK, mm-hmm. go to Mexico, have Andrade yeah. as your champ, fight Ray. Sure. Andrade versus Ray in Mexico, that would be great. I think that would be outstanding, yeah. just, oh, you yeah. know, like one one for the ages. That'll be uh, historic. You have Pentagon and Phoenix and Z. Nah. <laughs> I, I but it's Mexico. Hey, but it could happen. It's a little crazy. house party are we booking this event? Oh, God. Lucha House Party Room. <laughs> oh that was God. a late-ass reaction. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> so, speaking of AEW, uh, actually, Fight for the Fallen happened uh, this past Saturday. Very good. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, I don't think it was as good as... All Out? All Out. I mean, all out, all out was a pay per view. This was double free. Or all, double or nothing. Double yeah. all in, all out is. Yeah, next that's month. the next yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Double or nothing. Um, and I know it was free. I'm just saying. And I'm saying it's not bad. It's still better than anything WWE. Can we just applaud the naming of their pay per views? You got all in, you got double or nothing, all out, these casino themes. They still have time for a great bowl of fire. And our goddamn chandelier is gorgeous. Let's. Hold out hope that they don't. Yeah, so then uh, Kenny Omega versus Sima, who apparently had a monkey that they abused in Japan. Hey, you remember what? that? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that was. Story. So a few years ago, there was a there was a fucking big scandal with Dragon Gate. I don't know how many of the viewers, listeners are familiar with Dragon Gate, but they had a monkey, which was not legally owned. But Shima was the one who brought this monkey in, and there were multiple, multiple counts of abuse towards this monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, said monkey was being force-fed sake, uh, was being no. strangled, was being huh? struck, uh, no. was being hung upside down and shit like that. There's some, there's some pretty big-name people that were involved in this, uh, Shima being one of them because that was his monkey, apparently, right. uh, Akira Tozawa. Oh but, God! I mean, some of these people have been exonerated about it. <laughs> the Tozawa was Tozawa was one of the people that was uh, vindicated of this. He's not really he wasn't really involved. He shaved his head in repentance. Um, Shingo Takagi was one of the other people. He's in New Japan right now. Another big name. Damn. But besides that, yeah, it's pretty fucked up shit, man. <clears throat> yeah. But that monkey survived, and it is now living in a home with. Loving foster parents or something. Very nice. (laughs) nice. The happy ending to the monkeys. The bad men repented. (laughs) Shaving your head. That's not repentance. And they took a six month pay cut also. Or a one year pay cut or something like that. They didn't get paid at all. Good. Damn. Yeah, like they took zero money for wrestling. I feel like you shouldn't have to tell someone not to hit a monkey. Like, yeah. Don't get yeah. a rice litter. And just let it be monkey. So cute. <laughs> just try being a decent person. Uh, you know, if the monkey know. went ahead and just grabbed the sake and drank it, I and mean, you could laugh know. about it, and you guys are drunk, it's still kind of fucked up, but like, it's like, funny. Yeah. It's funny. It's the maybe monkey don't let it, it do own. it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you maybe keep it out of its reach. But you know, you force feeding it till it passes out, apparently, like, that's fucked up. No, dude. that is fucked up. Any users, uh, and more repent, repent, repentance. Can't even say the word. Repentance. Yes, uh, Omega beats Sima. Yes, that Good. for his first singles win in AEW. It's pretty big. And uh, then you've got. I would love if he'd call a monkey out to attack him. 
<laughs> That'd be a very DD. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> see what we have someone here to see you. Look at us. Look at us. And the monkey's like holding his mouth open, like pouring his mouth open, struggling a little bit. And then after that, you've got. <sighs> um, Chris Jericho. It hurts me. Because this is my favorite wrestler in the world. He had like mm. a so the whole thing was is it's like a, he cuts a promo, but it's like an open mic. Like they don't know what he's gonna say. This isn't scripted. They literally just gave Chris Jericho a mic, and they were like, "Go out there and say something." I didn't see this. It was all improv, and you know I I watched it. So seeing that in person, not in person, in person, but seeing it live or whatever, that was probably the most dead part of that show. Um, the crowd wasn't really getting into it. It was a really cliche heel promo he cut. He wasn't really saying anything new right. or exciting. Mm. Um, I don't think there was a reason for him to have a live mic in this instance, unless he was going to say something crazy. Uh, it would have been mm-hmm. probably better had they scripted it, if I'm being completely honest. Right. And I'm being unbiased here because I would not talk shit about Chris Jericho unless it was actually factual, like... I love this man. Unless it was warranted. Exactly. Yeah. And it was warranted. He could have done this way better. AEW could have done this way better. They could have wrote a script for him. And it would have been better. But yeah. He Dang. was just cutting a promo on Hangman. You know. Saying how he's going to beat him and how he's the best and this and that. And they haven't matched it all out. Right? Yes, yeah, for the but... belt. For the heavyweight belt. Yes, um, okay. Surprising. The inaugural He's, champion. The one thing he did say that was, you know, the strongest part of that promo, I would say, is he went on a spiel about, you know, I've beaten Kenny Omega, I've done this and that, but if I lose to Hangman, where do I go from there? Where do I go with my <laughs> career, like, if I lose to this fucking guy? That's a good point. Basically. Wow. It's surprising. Um, Jericho's one of, like, probably the top three wrestlers that if you gave a mic and said, hey, go say something. I don't think it was that. But still, did you watch it? I I haven't, so I can't I can't make a judgment. But I I feel like if it was gold, I would have seen it or heard about it, or wrestling fans would be raving about it. Mm-hmm. So obviously it wasn't gold. It wasn't. But oh, I market it as you know he's got a live mic and that's all he's going to do on the pay. Well, it's not all he did on the pay per view. Right. But if you know you market it as Chris Jericho's live mic, you would expect something, something shocking. Something shocking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that that is a bit surprising. You, like I said, top three wrestlers. You had to pick three. Jericho's probably one of them that you think would go out there and kill it. I would say so. Yeah. I that's me just, being biased. No, I, I would agree. I still just think like. It's not the worst promo. I've seen him do stupider shit in WWE. That's true. Whoa, just a little The stupid just shit in WWE. We don't, we don't talk about WWE. The stupid shit in WWE probably wasn't Jericho. Yeah, yeah that's point true. Is this was actually him, so at least it was that. And it still wasn't It wasn't terrible. Like, I get that. I understand being disappointed and, like, it's not shocking. But I don't think I was disappointed. I'm just saying, like... Say pooper scooper. It would have been better had they scripted something. You'd, you'd expect better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, you'd expect them to get the crowd going versus them being dead. Yeah. The entire right. Time. I feel like that crowd was off anyways. For AEW? No, they were rocking the entire time until then. And then they were like, ooh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> now, there were a couple other matches, but the match to end the night was the Young Bucks versus Destiny. Which was a great match. Sorry. Great fucking match. 
Dustin Rhodes. Oh, this one over here. Isn't Dustin like seventy? No, he just he's turned like 50. fifty. He okay, just yeah, turned 50. fifty. Also, his fucking birthday cake was a Millennium Falcon that lit up. What? Yeah. Did Cake Boss build it? Because I watched Cake Boss last night. Is Cake Boss <laughs> the uh, buddy? Yeah, I love Wait. Buddy. <laughs> Have you ever seen the new thing that they're doing? It's Cake Boss versus Ace of Cakes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know who Ace of Cakes is. Yeah, they're doing that. You know what the Ace of isn't, Cakes is, right? Isn't that Duff? Ace of Duff, Cakes. Yeah. yeah. It's or they called it Duff versus Buddy or some shit. I love Buddy. It, it's really bad reality TV. It's so bad. It's good. Ooh. Huh. That's when you know it's something you find on TV. It'll probably be on Tubi. (laughs) (laughs) Or YouTube. (laughs) Tubi's the go-to. Free on YouTube. Full episodes. Well, yes. We get... There was a couple other matches. Um, We had Jimmy Havoc and Darby Allin and Joey Janela versus Sean Spears and JF and Sammy Guevara. Which is interesting because MJF is Cody's best friend, and he had to team with the guy that chair shot the fuck out of Cody uh, at the last event. So that was a little interesting psychology thing that they were working in that match. Oh, cake. And on the board it says 50 in less than 12 par 6. Oh, that doesn't like look that. like a cake. That looks like a Lego. I know. That's awesome. That's why it's so awesome because it doesn't even look like a cake. It's a cake. AEW is not my forte. I don't know all the indie wrestlers who's in it or anything like that. I like Darby Allen. Yeah. He's very yeah, good. I think he's a star. Especially after watching that episode of The Wrestlers. That, that's basically... Did you watch that? Episode? Yeah, watching that is basically all I know about. Yeah. That and this match, I'm a, I'm a Darby Allen fan. I like that. He's a good... He's good. Good look. Good in the ring. Which uh, Jimmy Havoc was also on an episode about that, about yeah, the, the death hardcore matches. death matches. Yep. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta get into his older stuff and, and rewatch some stuff. Darby Allen. Yeah, he, oh, I yeah. like him. Yeah, anything with him and uh, fuck, not Adam Page, Ethan Page. Well, I'm wondering. They like, had a Darby Allen. Long, long. Was on. He was a part of Evolve, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder what happened there, because WWE. So you know. I was gonna say NXT. I feel like he'd kill it, but that's a yeah, that's a good yeah. Well, you're not hardcore. I like him. That's a, that's really all I gotta say. About that's matches. what he said. I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big time Darby Allen fan. <laughs> that's good. Trips was like contract, and then he said, "Well, you're not hardcore." <laughs> I I hope that's how it happened. Uh, During this match, though, one of them I don't remember who it was did the perfect ten thing. Oh no, it was no, MJF. No, it was. Was it MJF? Oh, no, I thought. Oh, no, okay. yeah, he did that to Sean Spears. I thought it was Sean Spears. Sean Spears actually did it, but okay. Oh yeah, that was in the crowd, was just like, oh. MJF went, because they were fighting, basically in house fighting with their team. Uh, yeah, because of that. Exactly. Um, they had some infighting. I do have to say, though, uh, Sean Spears, aka Ty Dillinger, looked fantastic during this match. Yeah, and he took the W in that match also. Oh, you, you, you know he's got to be happy. Dude, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's just like, however he was in WWE, you know, he was the perfect Coming fan or whatever, weird, like, wizard fucking jobbing and this and that. <laughs> oh, I did the best thing I've ever seen. Think about the amount of people yeah, you had like it. stunning Steve Austin in WCW. What did you become? Still you had so fucking cool. the gentleman Paul Levesque, John Paul Levesque, or whatever the fuck he went by, uh, Triple H. Terrorizing. Yeah, no, he was terrorizing. 
Mm-hmm. No, he no, was no, that. He was in Hammer Assembly. I'm talking about in WCW. Oh, sorry. Uh, also, another mean Mark Callis. Oh, it, everybody exactly. knows him. That's exactly what I was yeah. about to say next. Uh, yeah. You know, just I'll stop. There's more, but I'll stop at that. You know, you never know. This guy will be the next top guy in wrestling. And this is what we've hit on anytime we've been I on the podcast, me and Deb Dashley, we've always, I feel like at some point we've always touched on this, is boobs. You, boobs. <laughs> I, I wasn't here for that podcast, but I wish no. I wish I would have been. You can't call a guy up unless you have an idea and a plan. Mm-hmm. Long term, when Ty, long term, when Ty Dillinger got called up, it was rushed. And they had no idea literally what they were going to do with him. Literally, and then he was, was to bring him out during the Royal Rumble. And the, yeah, multiple years in a row. Still over. Yeah. yeah, they were like, this yeah. is all we've got. That's what happened. <laughs> and, and, and then they did nothing, and he's a jobber, and uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe he could be a really big star in AEW. I hope he is, because I like him. You never know. You bring a guy up with absolutely nothing, he's going to fizzle out, yeah. the crowd's not going to care, you've lost that guy. You know, he well, sometimes with wrestlers, him. when you lose a guy, when the, when the crowd just doesn't care, kind of like kind of like Apollo Cruz, mm. it doesn't really you matter save them. what you do. Mm-hmm. You can give Apollo Cruz a golden storyline storyline right now, and no one's gonna care. If you don't have a clear cut story, mm-hmm. you've kind of ruined that guy. They did that with him. He's moved on. He's doing bigger things. He could be the next big thing. I don't he know. He could and be the next why. Stone Cold Sean Spears yeah. for all we fucking know. That Stone Cold Sean Spears. That would be great. Um, <laughs> you need to get that patent written down, Dev. That's going to be huge. Vince, give me your money. <laughs> See, and this is, that's why I'm not a fan of like these big mass, these mass call-ups like Heavy Machinery, EC3. Um, or not uh, uh, Viking, yeah, the Viking Warrior Raider uh, experience, yeah. whatever, For whatever. The pain. Probably, but yeah. there have been probably two people that have had a successful, maybe three, four or three being generous. I mean, they've done the most, with that set of people that they called up around the first of the year, they've done the most with Lacey Evans. Right. Which is probably the, 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 the we're talking yeah. about that class and then, around and that is deserving. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah but you, if you're talking about just all time. Seth Rollins, Roman. No, 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 I'm talking about like, like here recently. Here recently, yeah. that class with Aleister Black having a show. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, well, well, here's the thing. Yeah, and here's it was, the thing. It was actually Lars Sullivan. When you Bray Wyatt. When you oh God, Lars Sullivan. When you called yeah. Seth, Roman, and Dina, you had a plan. Shield. And it was a there great you go. Yeah. When well, you called yeah. Bray Wyatt up at the beginning, it was a plan. You had a plan. Yep. There's your plan. They ruined it. But they had, they actually had a plan in the beginning. It was good. (laughs) Some of these people, there's no plan whatsoever. It's just here you are, and And there you go. Already so big to be like that's it, dude. Mm -hmm. There are already people being underutilized. Who else else came up from NXT and and was a fucking staple or won a big belt? You you shield Wyatt family, and that's it. I mean, with with the more you can't say. I'm trying to think right now. Bobby Roode, no Samoa Joe, maybe Drew McIntyre. Even Samoa Joe has been squandered. For what he is and what they've done, Shinsuke, no. Shinsuke. I would say no for since for what Shinsuke should have accomplished already. I'd say no. I feel bad. Kevin like Owens should be a megastar. Had a really good and he won the okay, Universal. Yeah. But I'm just saying for what for what they should be. Kevin Owens should be a megastar. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, he could be. I think so. With how much time he's been on the on the roster? Well, what I'm saying how is how good he is he in the ring. Already, and Mike, he could yes. already been that. And they're just now starting to, okay, we're going to turn him into this badass anti-hero. 
Yeah. They've made him a baby up, up to this point. He complains and watches. Yeah. Sami Zayn. Yeah. Sami Zayn. I'm worried that Sami Zayn, we were just talking about ruin and there's no repair. Yeah. I'm worried that that is Sami Zayn. You cannot repair Sami Zayn. He's done. You're not going to be able to fix Sami Zayn. I will disagree with that just because he's actually good on the mic. He can win over the crowd That's just true. by himself. Apollo. No, yeah, Apollo's done. Sorry, done. I like yeah. Apollo. But I really like it. Apollo. I think he's done though. Yeah. But Sami Zayn, there is a I get little bit of room. I get your point. It's gonna, it's gonna I take can see some, him being the next Daniel Bryan. It's gonna take some. Still, he's gonna have to have some good booking, which they have. Which they're not gonna do. Yeah. And that's out of his hands. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're on the WWE, why don't we just go ahead and scoop right along to the Extreme Rules? Before that, though. Oh, evolve. I am irate about yes. this. Fight for the Fallen and oh. Fight yes. for the Fallen, which was a charity show. Mm-hmm. You know, it was benefiting people that the were affected violence. by guns, gun violence. Yep. And, you know, they had the whole Madden tournament shooting in Jacksonville mm-hmm. last year. And guess what WWE does? They're going to put a show that's not their show. It's Evolved. It's an indie company that kind of is a farm program for NXT and WWE. Yeah. And they're going to put it on the WWE Network. To go head to head with this charity event, and that's fucked up. That's fucked. that's fucked up. That tells me that these motherfuckers are desperate, and their backs are against the wall, and they're actually scared. I think they're afraid of AEW. Yeah. Well, I, you I, know I, what? I, Honestly, they probably should be a little bit afraid. Oh yeah, exactly. And with that being said, I didn't even watch Evolve except I pirated a few things, a few portions of it. Because I was not going to... say pirated? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're irated. <laughs> <laughs> He's an irate pirate. <laughs> irate pirate. Oh my god, that was good. That was um, good. <laughs> so, there were a few segments. You know, the, overall the show was pretty good. Now, I'm not going to blame Evolve for this. It's WWE's fault. It had a little bit of everything. You forgot up-and-coming indie wrestlers like uh, Austin Theory who's going to be a fucking big star one day. You've got veteran indie guys like, anyways, young guys. (laughs) Young guys like Austin Theory. And then you've got established people who are also up and coming, but they're signed to WWE like Adam Cole and Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa. They've held belts, you know, that in the the indie scene, they're still up there. Yeah. But just the fact that they did it like they did it, man, it's just... Yeah, just the fact that they did that to compete with a charity event is fucked up to me. No, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think agree. the whole thing is, because also this was Evolve's 10th anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was going to happen regardless if it was put on the network or not. And you can't right. blame Evolve for that. Mm-hmm. No. The yep. fact that WWE is such a piece of shit mm-hmm. to be like, well, we don't want to compete directly with them. Because for one thing, that's going to make... Even though it is WWE doing it, if it was a Raw or a SmackDown or a pay-per-view or one of their events that they've televised, they would get so much shit for that. So they're like, we're going to use this lesser company so they can take all the heat. All the flack is going to go towards Evolve now. And then on top of that, um, not that it has to do with this specifically, but I saw um, in an interview where Seth Rollins was talking about how he's... He knows why people love to hate on WWE, and he basically compares WWE to the Yankees or the New England Patriots about how, you know, they're the dynasty and they've been doing this so long and the best product and this, that, and the other, and everyone hates us for that. 
Mm-hmm. And my also because they cheat. Well, not the Yankees, but the Patriots. The Yankees aren't loaded this year. Keep an eye. They are. Yeah, they've got, they've got young prospects and established superstars. So they're going to be very good. The actual sports analogy. Um, he also goes on to say that, you know, everyone there busts their butts, you know, top to bottom, this, that, and the other. And I'm not... What I think Seth Rollins needs to understand is that anyone that is criticizing the WWE isn't doubting that. I don't doubt everyone in the company works very hard. Even Vince McMahon, that man's brain's probably going in 50 directions. Oh, that man's yeah, probably yeah. going to have dementia here in the next 10 years, and he's going to go crazy. On TV. Is that sad? I give a five. No, like, that's sit out there with a the mic and have a, a promo. Well, who, who are you people? Oh Get my out of my God. house. Why would you have Alzheimer's or something? That's fucked. Oh, um, that's fucked, Carney Hands, Katie. I mean, I'm fucked. <laughs> but, you are very fucked up. But, um, my point being is that, um... I'm not sure he were trying to think of. Eddie Kingston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but when, we, when people criticize, it's not that. To be honest, the main point is, is we're criticizing, for one, the stupid decisions that the company makes, but also... In a company where you should be listening to your fans, you don't listen to your fans. Well, and you get on there and the family that's in charge says they're going to listen to the fans. But what do they do is they just turn around and stick the sun in there and everybody's faces and like, Shane, 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 best in the world. Like, and he's doing fucking everything. He's got a stable, a mid-card, lower card. I don't know what the, the fuck just happened this week. <laughs> do not know what happened this week. And it's just like, okay, are all these people heels? I didn't really realize B-Team were heels. Cesaro's a heel now, I guess. I don't like know. Like, that's, I think that's one of the biggest complaints most fans have. It's just, I'd like some... We don't know what the fuck's going on. Cut storyline. Either yeah. you do good guys versus bad guys, or you scrap that concept altogether. Right. Yeah. Like, you can have areas of gray Simple. that's fine. Right. But yeah. You're... Hard and why not have a bad guy versus bad guy where you're not really sure who you're going to root for? Why not? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know? Or have a good guy versus a good bit. guy yeah. where, you know, you, know, you kind of root for both of them. That's what AEW fucking did. Yeah. They did that with the MJF and Sean Spears teaming up against Joey Janela. We don't know who the fucking heels were in that match. Yeah, because yeah, those guys... They're all bad guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, none of them are really a good guy. No, they're well, all and bad don't, guys. Don't and force it down somebody's throat. Like, oh, this guy keeps cutting all these negative promos. He must be a heel. Like, just let it happen organically. If you hate this tag team, you fucking hate him. And if you love him, then you love him. That, you know, that just speaks to how they're doing their job. And, you, and again... Where wins and losses count, if they're doing their job, and people are liking them and they're getting wins, then book them for more shit. Exactly. I don't know. I just, I, oh yeah, get them some more wins I, under the belt. Like I love Seth Rollins, and nothing he said ever is gonna make me not be a fan of his. But He's just time, being a company puppet. Well, I guess standing being by here. your company in this temperament right now, where everyone's jumping ship and all that, I think you're standing by them a little too much. Like, mm. They're not that great, so yeah. calm down. Quit blowing but, smoke. Just because you benefited. Yeah, like, just because you were getting all the pushes. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I'm here to tell you right now, Seth, better win that belt back. Well, no, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> Seth better watch himself because if you watch that main event on Raw, the Battle Royal, did he get booed? People did not want Seth to win that match. No. The fans were with Randy Wharton. Yes. Not Seth Rollins. Well, the point is, is Seth got that. Seth won, 
and Randy was getting cheered like crazy because uh-huh. people didn't want to see Seth versus Brock. We've seen it so much now. Yeah. Seth, Seth is getting ready to get into that. And I, God, I hate saying this because I love Seth. I think he's a great wrestler. I, I think most of the time he's a great character, but he's, he's mm. he, another push against Brock, depending on what happens and how they book it. He's on that Roman Reigns fringe where. Sorry, but we're gonna boo you no matter what because we're just tired of seeing. Yeah, yeah. All right. people are, are and I, I think, yeah, I think people. Me personally, after seeing, I mean, Seth was booked before Mania to face Brock, right? Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. they had a whole Mania program. was in April, so this is March, April, May that we're already you know Seth versus Brock. So we've had Seth versus Brock since let's just March say or March, or February, and it's right? now. Almost yeah, August, wrestling. and it's still Seth and Brock. I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, you could even just say since I January, personally since won the Rumble. I, after yeah. seeing the Mania, and I personally I'm would rather it. have seen Randy Orton versus Brock in a rematch of last. I don't know if it was last or the year before SummerSlam, where Brock knocked Randy out. I think that's a better story for yes. a rematch yeah, yes. than having Seth go up against him again. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That story tells itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of retelling set. a story, you know, you guys are right. so keen on fucking showing replays of shit that happened two weeks ago or one week ago. <laughs> constantly, <laughs> yeah. fucking constantly showing replays. How about something that happened last year? Show that. Get a few done. That. And you guys don't know me, like the listeners don't know me. But coming for me, this is gonna be pretty <laughs> fucking big. Me. I would <laughs> much rather see Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar than another Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. And, he's and not I fucking hate Randy Orton I, so much. I'm a, I'm a tweener. Like I sometimes this hate might Randy make Orton. me like him. I they actually went through I with said, it. Well, well, from the from what I've you know been able to calculate, they might go Randy versus Kofi. Which I you know it gives, no. No, what it does is it gives Kofi a. Uh, a credible heel to fight. Ziggles mm-hmm. is not True. credible. Kevin Owens was still being a baby. Um, Joe is kind Joe of credible, credible but, but the way they book him, he's not. Randy Orton yeah. kind of gives him a threat. I would much rather see Randy Fucking Brock, 12, though. 13 time champion. Like, Randy yeah, versus Brock yeah. tells itself, yeah. and you don't have a lot of time to book it. You don't have to do a whole lot. <laughs> that was the clear Both and they came went from Seth. OBW at the same time. You they, know? Yeah, they went Seth, and I don't know how fans on the social media reacted, but the fans in the in the arena were with Randy. They wanted to see Randy win that because people are getting tired of Seth. They they you know you you won the belt, you lost it. You, you know this is kind of what Roman was doing, and people got tired of that. Well, people didn't really give that a shot at all, but yeah. people are getting tired of this. It would have been a, it would have been an easy. What it would have been is it would have been easy to go Randy versus Brock, have Randy go over, and then have Randy and Seth because they have history. And then when you and do it's that, not, then it's Seth not, will actually be over. Yeah. And then it's not Brock Lesnar versus Seth for the sixth month in a row. If yeah. you're wanting to put the belt back on Seth, have Randy beat Brock. Now then, I don't know what you do with Brock, and at that point, maybe you put him off TV for a while because. People don't really like him, but I think that that's the clear picture for me. If I was booking, I would have went Randy over Brock, Seth over Randy. Seth gets the belt back, and then you have you, you go from there. That's not what yeah. they did, and and maybe this is just me. Maybe this is just the way. I, but the people in the arena did not want to see Seth. Mm-mm. They did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I point on something else in this in this main event that, that pissed me off? Besides sure. Randy Orton losing when clearly everyone wanted him to win. Extreme Rules. Bobby Lashley lost his fight to Braun Strowman. The brownest of the brown. Cesaro lost to Aleister Black. 
This was a number one contenders battle royal. Mm-hmm. Why was Cesaro and Bobby Lashley in that match at all? You lost. They both your, took L's. You, you lost your your match the night before. Why are you rewarding? And I love Cesaro. I don't I don't hate Bobby Lashley. I love Cesaro. I like that. Yeah. You know, if he gets in a in a. I wish they'd push him. I mean, I wish him too, but you lost your match. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah. You lost. Right. I, I don't. That's you lost what I, in ten minutes. That's well, what I, I don't guess... like is that you lose your match. How are you in? The, there's got to be two other guys that you can fill those spots with. That, At least two guys. And those were be the better first suited. two guys eliminated. So I mean, like you could you could make it more believable putting two other guys in that position that didn't lose the night before. Mm-hmm. That pisses me off. Or even somebody who didn't have a match the night before. I would like, I would go with that over somebody. Dude, and this is from, a little and have bit them extreme. the first two people out. Have yeah. them the first two people eliminated. It well, doesn't a little matter. bit extreme, but why not have Bray Wyatt debut in that? You know, he's somebody that you don't really. He's mysterious at this point. Well, they already had their show stealer. They already had Brock planned as the cash in at the end. Wait, are you talking about 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 Battle Royal? I'm talking about Battle Royal. Oh, you're talking about Battle Royal. My only thing with that is if you you debut him in the Battle Royal, I think think he has to win. He has to win. No, I'm saying you have him win over Seth. So so then you go go Bray versus Brock. There's a little bit of history there. They were supposed to feud, and then I think Bray got hurt. And that would be a believable person to take the belt off of Brock because he's yeah, biggest Brock he's crazy. would have to win that. He's got this whole mass thing going. I wouldn't know? hate that. I wouldn't hate that yeah, at all. Yeah. It would have been way better. I think anybody in that match at this point I would have chosen over Seth just because you're, you're getting to where it's played out. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to see Seth versus Brock. But it's WWE. We're talking I know. About. Right. It's, it's right. the land of being played out. Uh, mm. uh, well, we've already sort of touched on a little bit overall, but Extreme Rules... Um, so yeah. this this was a thing that happened. I don't remember oh. extreme rules. You were too busy puking. <laughs> I got in it late, and I think I was only awake for like an hour, <laughs> and then I completely passed out until seven o'clock. Is it morning. weird to say? Fuck extreme rules. I say as I walk out. Get <laughs> <laughs> um, dastardly out. So. The kickoff show you had the uh, the IC championship match, which Nakamura won by a surprise. I'm not going to lie about that. That's weird to me. Um, the Cruiserweight uh, championship, Drew uh, Gulag retains. Um, is it weird to say that one of the best matches on this card had The Undertaker in it? I like that match. Yeah. It's weird to say, but it's not inaccurate. They 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 booked that match perfectly, I think. Yeah. Where for Undertaker, Taker, they booked that match pretty I enjoyed it. Did you see that one? No, I missed it. The Undertaker. Well, I was. I think I was asleep at that point. (laughs) I either wasn't home yet or I was asleep. There's like a window of about an hour where I was conscious of what was going on on this paper. (laughs) It was. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. The only thing bad about that. I like this. See, this is where WWE. Shane botched something in that. Didn't Shane no, no, botches he, he everything. Botched, he botched on SmackDown taking the stunner. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, no, that's what it is. So, because Undertaker was putting him up for the tombstone. Oh, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he fucked it. And it and no, he ended up not tombstoning him, right? No, 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 no I don't think he did. I don't know. I thought he ended up just doing something else. I thought he did too. My memory is very hazy. They end up getting him back up there, and then afterwards he just like shakes his head like. Come on, dude. Here, here's the thing. Come here, on, dude. Going back into a tantrum. Here's the thing. The WWE books himself into a corner with this because maybe I'm just playing favorites because I like certain guys, but that gives, what, Drew, three losses in a row? And he should mm-hmm. be, arguably, he should be champ himself by now. True. And now he's, he's going Arguably, he should be the one taking the strap he's going, he's going three three losses in a row, and he lost to Cedric Alexander on 
Three Bro, losses in a row. Six. Four losses in a Zero row. Zero title. Runs. One of them to Cedric. What do you do with Drew at this point? Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Guy should be universal you, champion you and he's... Turning on Shane. But that's still well, well, even No, then, he won't know. because I Shane's... Be I don't want Shane anymore. She, no, you don't <laughs> want him to be in a, in a, no, in like a meaningful storyline. I heard Shane's going to... If they do it like that, I'm not sure. That's... That's this coming Tuesday on Sunday. Are you sure? Uh, from what you know, I Because I heard Shane's going to be on commentary Tuesday. Maybe they're both going to be there. From the brilliant mind of Carney Hans Katie comes this thing that she's talking about. You can have Drew beat the fuck out of Shane McMahon, turn on him, say he was using him, write Shane off TV, and then Drew was like, I want Brock. Now. Is he on SmackDown now? No, he's on Raw. He's on Raw? Okay. Yeah, and we, have him okay, beat the so shit out of Raw. You gotta understand that it doesn't matter. I know, I know. Wild card rule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is on WrestlingInc.com. This was reported yesterday. WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels will make his return to SmackDown on next Tuesday's episode from the American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida. Uh, Michaels took to Twitter today to reveal that he'll be doing commentary on Tuesday SmackDown. He wrote, I've had a lot of um, fun times on Monday Night Raw, but I'm not just coming to Raw Reunion to see some friends. All HBK is going to be joining commentary this Tuesday on SD Live. Hashtag I've been practicing. Okay, I thought Michael, who, who turns 54 on Monday, so it'll be his birthday, will also make an appearance on Monday's Raw Reunion special from Tampa. Hmm. So, okay. so I guess Wait. it is just the one episode. Is what it For now, like, Batista but, was going to be there. Yeah, Batista's supposed to be on Raw. I thought it's on no. the list you were going He wasn't on the list, but he could be on a different list. The list of Jericho. <laughs> you stupid <laughs> idiot. You <laughs> stupid idiot, you parasite. <laughs> you <laughs> hypocrite, you parasite. Uh, but, that was um, my second favorite Jericho ever. We also had uh, Alistair Black versus Cesaro, which wasn't a bad match. Uh, Very good. It could have gone way longer. longer. They did a rematch. Yeah. On Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. wasn't better or worse. Same, probably same, yeah. same duration. Cesaro went over, yeah. or uh, Alistair Black went over. One of my favorite Alistair Black matches, and it's not for a good reason. Velveteen Dream. No. Lars Sullivan? Where he, he went for the black mask and Lars Sullivan wasn't there. Yeah. And then Lars Sullivan just falls down. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Was it a Whisper uh, in no, the Wind situation? Poor Jinder. I actually feel bad. Oh, wow. That was, nothing. I can still see that. Because when you're looking at the ring from the ramp, it was this back corner that the camera angle was facing, and it was this this ring post here. Oh shit, that was so bad. You're like you were there for a second. You know what's worse than that? This is why people don't believe wrestling's real, Jinder. You know what's worse than that is being arrested for PI when you're found drunk, passed out in a stairwell. So, um, there was the SmackDown Women's Championship, which was a two-on-one match with Bailey versus Nikki and Alexa. Uh, that was an okay match. Yeah, but I you don't, like but happened. I think, I think you, I think, and it sucks, but Alexa and Nikki both lose credibility losing to one person. Like, neither one of you should be in a title. Go do your own thing. Figure out your best friend's enemy's thing. Someone else gets inserted, which I think they might have. And yeah, they did, which is yeah. good for WWE. Great. Not, you know, it would be stupid to put another match against Alexa where Bailey beat both of you two on one. I Move on from it. I feel like if you're going to do that, which I'm fine with, I'm fine with Bailey being the champion still, but I just like, if you're going to do that, why not go ahead and have Nikki turn or Alexa or whatever you're going to do or have Sasha come out? 
Well, you know what? I kind of like them staying together and then the Kabuki Warriors beating the Iconics. Get the fucking Iconics off of my television. Are they even on your television? They were on t- They were on SmackDown. They got de- they de- they uh, counted themselves out so that they would retain. Have the Kabuki Warriors take the titles off of them because they're the worst. And then you have Alexa and Nikki versus... That could be a decent oh, match. That's fine. I, that's completely fine. But I'm just saying either do that or have Sasha come out. Like, do yeah, that. no. They could have done it way better right. than her beating the two like of them clean. This just seems like it felt That's the problem. Is it now you ruined two girls. It was clean. There should have been something. That was the yeah. match to do something stupid. And then yeah. You just ruined two girls. Yes. Yeah. Like, and then there were two. And then uh, we had the brownest of the brown versus the blackest of the black. What was not a bad match. I like... Their... Their rivalry picked up a little bit the last couple of couple of I weeks. I think this is kind of reviving both of them. I think so too. Except now, except for all the losses that last week. Well, well, it revives them, but then the next night on Raw, they're both in the Battle Royal. I think Lashley was eliminated second. After I think Cesaro was first, and then and I could be wrong, fans. If if I am wrong, leave us a comment. Correct me. Don't care. But I, I think it went Cesaro Lashley. It doesn't hurt or help him, but you, you kind of did give him some progress. See, I think Lashley benefits the most from not being in that match. Yeah. If you take Lashley out of that match, have him do something early on Raw that keeps him the momentum going up, you can build him up a little bit. You have him in that match, he loses. Where does he go from here? I just don't like. I don't. I don't like the booking there. It, Trying to I mean, think of two wrestlers. Right when you say that they booked themselves into a corner, give me this. Literally, your booking is just fucked over. Like I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to think. Of, hold on, I'm thinking of two wrestlers you could put in for Cesaro and Lashley that would make sense that would not hurt. I was thinking Alistair Black, but I only like Alistair Black if he goes a long way in that match. He can't be the first guy eliminated. Mm-hmm. He's got to be like in the last three. So it's Randy Orton. Seth Rollins, Aleister Black. I think then it would be okay if he got eliminated. Who else could you? Who else could be if he takes Cesaro out and Lashley out? I'm trying to think of people on the roster. I was thinking Shinsuke, but he just won the title. You don't really want him to, you know. Ali. Sami Zayn was in the match too. I didn't really agree with that. Was Ali even in the match? Ali wasn't. I could see him. That would be a good spot for him he's to debut. Do anything, so I think yeah, he I think that would be he's fine. not doing anything but cutting fantastic. Well, what we were saying is <laughs> the on the extreme rules. Lashley versus Strowman. It was a good match. You kind of built both of them up. They they've had a good couple of weeks. I think putting Lashley in the Battle Royal hurt Lashley. <laughs> I think he doesn't need to be anywhere near that match. Have no. him do something else. Try to think of two wrestlers to replace Lashley and Cesaro. And I was thinking. You could put Black in there, he but he needs to go pretty far. I think if he's sure. in the last three, if it's Black, Orton, and Rollins, then Black can get eliminated. He's still credible. He's He did pretty good against six guys. With how much they've been building him with his weird promos backstage, mm-hmm. I've also, I'm almost saying Ali over Black. Because Ali could take that loss, and it would be believable because, you know, he's the, the light and the heart. Okay, yeah, so have Ali get beat the shit out of, get some offense in, and then get eliminated in the final three. Yeah, uh, you do Xavier or Biggie? Biggie wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, he well. was. He, he did pretty yeah, well. Um, Biggie was in it, Roman yeah, was in even it. Yeah, 
throw something like EC3 in there and have them one That's of the, I was one of the early eliminations. I, well, see, I was, either, I was thinking differently. Right. I, was thinking, I was thinking EC3 Pass the beard in again. there. Still called Robert. I was thinking EC3 and have him last a while. Maybe you can fucking make something out of him. Cause well, that's guy. true. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to believe, though. Yeah. I understand. If you put him in there and made an early early exit, it, it makes sense. With or even middle of it. I mean, yeah. he, he wouldn't have to be the first mm-hmm. one out, but I wouldn't leave him one the last four or whatever. Yeah, no. Uh, so just real quickly, the rest of Extreme Rules, uh, the SmackDown Tag Championship, uh, New Day ends up winning in a pretty stellar match against uh, the, the Planet's Champions and Heavy Machinery. That's my guy, Daniel Bryan. You should have had Daniel Bryan. Uh, I was going to say, as soon as I saw his as name, I was like, said, I forgot about him. Tagged, I was like, Daniel Bryan should have been in there. Take Lashley out, put Daniel Bryan in. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. With Bro in his backup. Yep. Help him out. AJ actually beating Ricochet for the title with some shenanigans. Really great match though. I, I do like what they're doing here. The club, the club's back in town. Some club. Arguably best angle going on right now in mm. the company. Would you say? Like, I would. I would like it. I would like it more if the club was winning. Because didn't Ricochet beat them back to back? Carl Anderson. Yeah, Dallas, but AJ which, won the belt. Which Ricochet is great. I can. I can understand yeah, that. But beating the before both, this, this was the yeah, week so to go. I, I see. I would rather him beat. Well, he beat Gallows Carl Anderson and, and then lose to Luke Gallows just because you're fighting both of them back to back. Yeah. Or have it have a DQ in the second one where AJ comes and interferes. Yeah. I don't like and I can him see beating, beating both the, of them. Beating the smaller one but losing to the right. bigger one. Well, you, you're you tired. Gotta, you got to build and, some credibility yeah. with those guys, and they really, even though they're with AJ, they really don't have any. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had Ko beating the Dolph Ziggler. No, he beat Samoa Joe. Oh, KO. KO. Okay, I thought you said was going to say, when did KO yeah, fight yeah. Samoa? Not KO. That was a good match. Not KO. I was knocked down pretty damn KO. good. That's what happened. I thought you said Kofi for a second. I, that's my apologies. And yeah. then we had Kobe Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. And Samoa. Kofi Rosins. Hey. Yep. Um, and last but not least, we had the... Wonderful main event. Uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Barry Corbin and Lacey Evans. Oh, which we actually yeah. talked about this during this match with uh, the boys. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was necessarily a bad match per se, but it was it was cute. And we were talking about oh, how yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't want my wrestling to be cute. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. will say I, I don't want it to be PG. Right. I did like that. Um. Uh, Corbin got Lynch into the the uh, end of days. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so, that, was that built some suspense there. So this I was an like interesting it. thing that they were talking about on Busted Open was an alternate ending to this. After Becky took the end of days from Corbin, by the end of the Rollins, you know, with Rollins and Lesnar cashing in and all this stuff, she was like leaned up on the barricade. And they were saying, I think it was Bully Ray saying, I would much rather have seen Seth, you know, looking dejected after having lost his title, sit like ending ending the pay per view with him like kneeling over an unconscious Becky Lynch, like mm-hmm. she took an end of days from Rear Corbin. He's so much bigger than her. She should have been out. She shouldn't right. have been up on her feet leaning against right. the thing. Yeah. And yeah. I get that you're, you're trying the to make her look strong and she's the she's man, man. And but also. Or what you should have done is have her try to interfere. Because so right after this, if she's going to be up on her feet. <laughs> so right yeah. after this, Brock Lesnar comes out and cashes in and wins 
the Universal title back. So that's my point, is Becky seemed like she was conscious enough to know that that was going on. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have gotten involved? Yeah. So what you should have had her do is take an F5 or... That would have been gold. Or Suplex yeah. City or something. You Suplex City Becky Lynch. <laughs> and then... Rollins loses and is like, I think my. Girlfriend. If you do that, if you, if you <laughs> yeah. well, honestly, if you do that, have him suplex City her, him winning on Raw makes more sense because he's got a little bit of fire. You you fucking destroy the fire my girlfriend. He's a, yeah, he's yeah. Like there was no fire. There was nothing on Raw. There was no point. Yeah. If you do something like that, it's. I, I, it's or not He's on a revenge. Yeah. Streak like he's. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked the. I did like bullies. Idea of like just ending the show with like Stephanie would yell for Becky unconscious from an end of days. The cartoon hunchback of Notre Dame when Quasimodo is Israel. Sanctuary! (laughs) (laughs) What hell? Shall we continue? So, Raw Smackdown, what did we like? What did we not like? What are we feeling hot about? What are we? What are we? I read pirates about. So I was worried about how they were going to handle the intro of the fiend, Bray Wyatt's new persona. I was worried about how they would do it, but you know what? I liked it. I'm not gonna lie. I actually liked it. Was it was actually pretty fucking good. Um, with a. Was it Finn Balor? Yeah. So Finn was in the ring after a match. Um, Who the fuck did he? Oh, Joe. Joe. Yeah. So he got the W. He's in the ring still. No, Joe actually. Did he? Joe got the Yeah. Oh shit. Finn beat him down after the match though. That's what. Okay. So Finn was still out there. That's why he's still. So he's out there pacing around, and he knew something was gonna happen. Um. And like the lights just like. Because like usually it. it didn't just suddenly go out like they probably would. Yeah. There's just like one light at a time went out. Yeah. And then it was dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. It didn't just all lights out like Undertaker's gonna come out. Right. It just like got <laughs> just like a little bit. But yeah. Um. So you knew something was gonna happen because Finn was still in the ring, and usually if they're still in the ring, you know, and it's gonna move on, it'll cut to backstage or they'll get a commercial or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you just see him. Leave up the ramp, which he did not. He was still wandering around in the ring. Lights slowly go out. You hear stuff. You don't know what's going on. Which Corey Graves is like, oh, there's something going on in the ring. Shut up, Corey. We know. Gee, really? I thought you guys were just having a power outage. Go find Carmelo. Maybe someone's trying to mug Finn Balor in the ring. (laughs) Um, But then the lights cut back on, and there stands the fiend. Preparing for the Sister Abigail Finn Balor. And it hits it. And hits um, it. First off, remember the whole Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy thing? Where <laughs> he jokingly said he threw him in that, what he called it the Lake of Reincarnation, but we called it Lake Condom of Repackaging. <laughs> yes. And then they just gave him a butcher apron. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, you guys, I found this apron in the lake of in the pond of repackaging. So that's me now. I just have this apron. Look, I'm so different. I just don't wear a hat anymore and I have an apron. But with this, I really, I honestly really like what they've done. I lost my Hawaiian shirts. I got rid of my, I'm no longer a small man. I'm a fiend. 
But um, we had also uh, so this is an actual repackaging. Yeah, I think they've done really well with it. Um, but another thing that I like about it, because we had talked kind of about when this whole thing first started, and they debuted the mask mm-hmm. on the uh, Firefly Funhouse, whether he was going to wrestle in it or not, if it was just going to be like a, a persona on the Firefly Funhouse. So with this, it would make it seem like he's going to actually wrestle in it, which I'm a big fan of, because that mask is creepy as shit. Yeah, it's a little unsettling. It's um, I, for some reason, like that his dreads are blonde now. I don't know. Makes it not mm-hmm. seem so... Smobby. <laughs> and, um, the, the red and black striped pants. Like, he really went in a yeah. different direction, but still creepy. And I love it. I love it. I feel like they've put a lot into the details of it. Um, so again, because apparently I'm just wearing the shit out of Busted Open today. But, um... One thing they were talking about is that this gimmick or this this character has the potential and this may sound a little far-fetched, but has the potential to eventually reach the level, the iconic level of like an Undertaker or something. If, if Bray protects the character, like if he is willing to stand up for it and say no, you know, if they want to do something silly or stupid, you know, or out of character, or put his foot down and say, no, we're not doing that, that's not meant for this character, that it potentially has the the, the power to, to hit, like, a an I Undertaker could, I could honestly see it. I don't know. And then we, I just reading. don't think... I think it's ultimately not up to him. That's the only problem. Yeah, that's that's the thing I worry about. Is that... Is, is that uh, even if he puts his foot down and says, no, there's going to be someone to overrule. That's what I was going to say. I don't really know how much sway he has in the company to actually be like, no. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that, though. I think if done right, it does have the potential to do that. Um, I don't know if they yep. would be willing. And on we've been reading dirt sheets for the past, since he's come back with mm-hmm. this, that um, they're planning on giving him a streak similar to Undertaker's. I don't think that would be at WrestleMania, but maybe just along winning streak just not oh winning. yeah what a way to start it by beating demon balor for the first time ever yeah demon well, balor's not been beat but i don't, but know, I don't, I don't know, know if you sacrifice the demon well, see here's the thing is what i read is finn's taking a break right he's supposed to be right. taking so maybe off. this sister abigail to finn will eventually culminate into something bigger but for right now i think he's going to go and i think he's going to go for someone else i would that might be like a survivor series but I think I hope I hope so Finn does take the time off. Very I hope it. Finn does mm-hmm. take the time off and they go back to that. But so for right you, now, go in a different direction. Don't make it Finn right now. So yeah, do you no, think I this agree. is the last we'll see Finn before his break? I, I think I, I'm, I'm hoping so. Off. It'd be a good return for Finn to go after Bray after this. Mm-hmm. Returning as the demon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. have a few Gives you, if you do it, if you do it at Survivor Series, I hope not. But if you do it at Survivor Series, that's what October, November, November. Demon versus that gives fiend. you time to build Bray up. Demon versus Fiend, I like that. At Hell in a Cell. In Hell in a Cell, in like Hell in a... Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, not at Hell in a Cell, but a Hell in a Cell match. Well, they only do those at Hell in a Cell. Which is stupid. So that's but, retarded. Okay, but say, let's just say we're right. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. Let's just say we're right and say that they Fuck do this. do Demon, Finn versus Bray. At, let's say Survivor Series, so it's got time to build Bray. Who goes okay. over in that match? Because... 
Bray's mm. issue in the past was losing big matches. Are you yeah. going to do the exact same thing, or are you going to put Demon Finn's first? You've got I was also you've his problem is losing big matches. Right. I wouldn't mind Bray mm. going over. I would say Bray goes and, over. And, oh, and yes. if, you, if you build Bray to something special, that's fine. Demon Finn's first loss coming to Bray. That's what I was going to say. What the fact be, that it would be him beating Demon Bray be would a big be deal. a big deal. And that kind of also propels yeah. Demon Balor a little bit, too, because, you know, man has never lost. Right. right. And they don't talk about that enough. Sure. What um, if uh, yeah. Bray does go over the wins, but then Finn joins him in, like, a, a league of... Let's see, no, because I think there's got to be a leader, and I don't spooky, know if I want spooky. him to be a henchman. <laughs> well, see... I, Maybe I'm, you come into my spooky stable. <laughs> I'm going in a different See, direction. That, like for psychologically, like you brainwashed Randy Orton, why can't you brainwash the demon? And Daniel Bryan. Finn's going in a different direction after after the demon loses. I think Finn goes club. Ooh. Maybe, maybe comes back and storm. Demon demon loses. Demon's out. No more demon for now. You got the club Finn, with Finn AJ. Finn. Oh. That tells itself. AJ's the leader, Finn's in there, and eventually, friction. eventually that frictional build where it's you like, hey, AJ Finn versus AJ, yeah, let him do it. I think that's where Finn should go after a loss. That, that actually is perfect. Mm-hmm. Lose the Survivor Series as the demon, demon's out, fuck the demon, for now, because it's great, you'll bring it back, but then he goes club, and that's your story for that. That'd be great. That's so good, and they're not going to do it, but that's so Also, they're teasing it, which that would be perfect to go with this, Undisputed Era in the club I've been having. Yeah. A I heard something Twitter. about that, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how it started. Uh, Adam Cole said something to AJ, I think, on Twitter. It was... But then somewhere, uh, Roger, they're both Bullet Club alum. Well, Roderick Strong chimed in and said they don't want none. Oh, <laughs> taking a shot at AJ's walkout, and I was like, Well, here, here's my first Ooh. question. I have a question for you. But that would make it perfect. Like sets four and four if you do Finn with the club and then Undisputed Era with all four members. That'd yeah. be fucking perfect. I have a question for each of you, and and the first yeah. one's gonna go to Carney Hands. It's it's a vague question, and it doesn't have to be over long. Just. How would you book Bray from here till SummerSlam? You don't have to book every pay-per-view, just a couple of feuds. What does he win any titles? Uh, what did I say? To Survivor Series, you mean? To WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Like, who does he eventually fight at WrestleMania? A couple of feuds. What does he do? Uh, maybe what does he do at the Rumble? Does he win any belts till now? Is he fighting at WrestleMania for a big belt? Just your thoughts? What do you? What do you? What would you do with Bray? Like I said, it doesn't have to be overly long. It's an interesting question, though. Um, to be honest, what I would do is not, not, not. Mm. On the spot, it's just on the spot. I know. I would spend this year building him, like from now until WrestleMania. I don't know if I'd actually have him go after any titles. If he did, it would be a mid card title. With you getting to WrestleMania, him. Challenging for either the universe. Well, so you would have Bray in a big title match at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, especially if you built it and you made the character strong. The character's already strong. You just have WWE is bad habit of fucking things. Right. You just have to make sure you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing, and you could insert someone else into this, but for right now since he has the belt, I do it against Kofi. At WrestleMania. Okay. You could switch it out for another baby face, but it's got to be someone like Kofi who's kind of like pure apart. Very good person, mm-hmm. ultimate baby face, you know? Because that way you really do have your 
Well, no, that's good because you're good versus evil. To like. cut in, to <laughs> yeah. cut in, Bray. The New Day's kind of silly. Bray could continue to do the Firefly Funhouse, which is silly in its own right, mm-hmm. in a feud with them. He could he could still do something like that and then get serious. So that's where he'll do his back and forth, and then yeah, when he comes yeah. out with the match, okay. shit's gonna so get real. A couple yeah. feuds that you would put him in before then. What would you have him? Who would just thinking of a couple guys? I would try to do. Would you do the Finn thing? I would agree with that. Once Finn I, comes back from the okay. yeah, yeah. So before, so See, first feud, if Finn's out, you won't get Finn till some or Survivor Series. Who, now, now this isn't answering a question. But my big fear with all of this is that they're gonna do Demon Valor versus Bray Wyatt at SummerSlam, which would suck. Yes, yeah, which is not gonna be good. Right. Um, but going off this theory that you know Finn's getting right off TV, first feud, it's gotta be someone that's. It's got to give someone that's going to give his character prestige. you got to start off. It's got to be a name. It can't be a um, jobber. I'd feel like Samoa Joe. I don't Mm. think you can do that to Joe. Joe's... Joe well, because we have yeah, We love Joe, and we think Joe has prestige. But as Joe has been showed on WWE television, he doesn't. That's true. So it's got to be someone that's actually... Which they don't have. Becky Lynch? What top mid card to upper card male about, do you have? Uh, well, there's a couple. You could go Miz. Mm. Well, just as a first feud. You know, it's it's not it's not I'm Miz has lost prestige too. But what right. about Daniel Bryan? Because mm. they had a feud, and Daniel Bryan went over the last time. Yeah. I'm just so, talking about someone to build him off of. Daniel Bryan, he wins, you know, he beats Daniel Bryan. You know, he, he ups his name. Just, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, there's a couple of guys, a couple of vets back there. Randy Orton would be bad just because of... Both of them. Daniel Bryan well, and Randy Orton Randy have both Randy been in the Wyatt family. So, so let, me, like let, me, let, me, let me say this. Let me no, say this. I've got even better. Okay. We're going to do a Kill Bill style. He's got a list. He's yeah. got a list of people. That's he's not going after titles. He's got a list of people. I like that. That. He's picking yeah. off Pops people. over. Yeah. When okay. he was normal brain. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, like okay, that. so with that so he's list. He's going down his list. So Daniel and you Ryan, pull, Randy Orton. You could pull that list from him. He's have a bigger his, list, too. And I don't know if you guys paid attention to, like, his, his Twitter feed, like, where he was he's apologizing to people, apologizing to Joe, apologizing to the New Day, apologizing to... Literally all those apologies, yeah. 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 And just start ticking them off. I mean, just start going down that list. I like that. So you got the list that builds the Demon Finn. And you kind of have one-off matches, not like, you're not trying to do a storyline. You have one-off matches, you can have some on TV, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have them beat the shit out of Bo Dallas. Everybody knows they're brothers, you know? Yeah. And then on top of that... Have them start there. I mean, start with the Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna fuck my own brother, but with the Demon Finn thing, Alabama. Alabama Slam! Hardcore Hollywood. The point being with the Demon Finn thing is that, um, um, that they were supposed to fight at, I don't remember what the pay per view was last year. It might have been extreme. What was it that AJ had to come in when he had the measles? Oh. Oh, Patient Zero. Yeah. That whole thing. Was it the measles or was it the mumps? What was it? It was one of those, one so, of those diseases you shouldn't get. Uh, in 2019 or 2018, you should not get those diseases. But he got one of those. A bunch of them did, and that's why a lot of things had to be replaced. But, yeah. um, Didn't Roman Bray, get it too? Yeah. yeah, Bray was supposed to fight um, 
been there. So that's your whole thing. You can even make a story about everyone knows it was illness, but you can make it a thing that's not bad. Like, yeah. your demon cast a spell on me, not that. Please don't do that. Do we know who spread that? Oh, you know what? Idea. It was Bo Dallas. Was uh, it Bo Dallas? I just googled WWE. Start with Bo Dallas then, right? <laughs> and apparently there was a guy who was at the Hall of Fame last year in New Orleans who had the measles. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's patient here. So no, I don't. I don't think it would have been because that. Oh no, the Hall of Fame last year was the Bret Hart thing, right? So yeah. No, 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 no. That was this year. This year. Oh, yeah, the New before. Orleans WrestleMania. But the measles thing happened before that. Okay, it can take anywhere from ten to twenty-one days after a person comes in contact with someone with mm-hmm. measles for that person to develop symptoms. Was it like? Let's see. What was? What would have been after that? Uh, backlash. Backlash, Money in the Bank. Yeah. Mm. I think it... They changed extreme rules this year, so I don't remember where it felt. All right. Well, well, two more things, all right? So you've got Bray, the list. Mm -hmm. Do you still have... Are you still doing Demon Finn versus Bray at Survivor Series? Is that... Are are you changing that? Or would you do it at Mania instead? Well, see, she's gotten... She's got... Bray fighting for a big title at Mania. That means Finn would have to have it. That was what I was going to say. If they do it at Mania, you don't have to do it for a title just because it's a Mania match. Yeah. If you do it at Survivor Series or something like that, you know. You can do something of, else at Survivor Series. Yeah. You can fight Chris Benoit. Well, basically, oh, shit. <laughs> well, basically <laughs> what I'm saying is. What the fuck? What are your plans What are your plans for the Rumble and what are your plans for Mania? Does he win the Rumble? I'd have a win Rumble. You'd have Bray win the Rumble mm-hmm. in 2020. Fight who for the belt at me? I still like my idea with Kofi. So Kofi retains till Mania? And First then Bray. gives Kofi a... I don't think that's bad. He gives Kofi, Kofi a big really long run. A year. Yeah. First black guy to win the belt gives him, gives him pretty good. I, was so, I guess I'm a year. Okay. Yeah. So Bray wins fight. at Mania. Do you think Brock's going to hang on to this title for a well, long time? Well, because that's your question. Oh. He's, he's, I like how this is our podcast. It's somehow he's taking Yeah. Um, but what would you say the Rumble and what? Rumble and Mania. What do you have in mind? I would have him win. So I you have him in the Rumble, not in, fighting in a match. Yeah, and he wins. Okay. Or we could do both. Have him win his match and then fuck it. Have him into the Rumble. I'd have him do one or the other. I wouldn't know uh, where to expose him. But I would have him in the Rumble. I would have him not announced to be in the Rumble, though. Ooh, I like that. Oh, have him as a surprise entry. Yeah. Okay. You don't know he's going to be there. And I have the lights going to go up. He's just going to pop up in the ring. You know what I'd like? I just fuck everyone. You else. know what I would like? I would like a survivor, and this is your booking, but I'd like a Survivor Series win over Finn and then go MIA, till the Rumble. Yeah. You don't see mm. Brett anymore. You would have to have him and Finn's match, which it should be. Like, it'd have to be like a hard hitting match. That took a lot out of him. Yeah, no. And then he have reappears shit out of in each the Rumble. Other. Yeah. Wins the Rumble and then fights Kofi Mania. I like that. I think that solidifies a, 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 a successful Bray Wyatt return. Especially if you book the Finn Bray match at Survivor Series that way. Because that way Finn, even though he loses, doesn't come out looking terrible. And if the Demon takes loss, it doesn't look bad. Yeah. Here's the thing this is your booking, but if it were mine, from the get go, from here till Mania, I would not have Bray lose a match. 
No, yeah, that's my point. Yeah. That's I would have him win. Him win. I, yeah. I would have him win every feud. That's there is no one in one who takes the, the championship. Yeah. He wins every match. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying not have him go for any belts, because if you have him go yeah. for a mid card belt, he'd have to win, but he'd have to right. drop it in order right. to go no, for yeah. anything. Uh, so like, he doesn't go for the mid card belts. He's got his yeah. list that's made priority. He gets through his list and it just turns out that Kofi still has the belt at the end. I like that. Kofi. Come on. You nigga Can we say that on here? No. You book him. You book him like the Undertaker at first. When the Undertaker first came out, well, well you didn't. Booker T said it. Off. You were quoting Booker T. Yeah. You didn't. He wasn't going for belts. He was just beating the fuck out of people, burying them alive, and all that bullshit. Uh, yeah. You didn't need Bring to put a belt on the Undertaker. And you know, if you look Good. at it right now, he's only been like a six-time world champion, five-time world champion. for a thirty-year yeah. career. That's not a lot. Yeah. True. Um, you could do that. Just you know. Why would a fucking fiend monster care about yeah, a belt? I also you know like it doesn't make sense. No, he's caring more about revenge, which yeah. is why he's going to exactly. Like really like what you said though about um with him and the new day and the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, that you was kind good. of see him having like Xavier banter and or Big E like tied up on the Firefly Funhouse. Yes, kooky kind of little thing. Yes. well, and you remember they that whole make, thing. They make new day puppets and just. Have bad things happen to him. <laughs> and you remember that whole uh, thing with oh, this, the Wyatt family and then Xavier getting a little yeah. freaked out by... He almost he almost seemed like he was going to... He started going to right. beard out. <laughs> you were like, oh, shit. Did Xavier grow his beard out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. It was put a scruff going well, You could even have him, like, brainwash them or whatever. Not even brainwash them. Just well, see, him, I thought like, that, was that, that was what was going to happen yeah. with him. Yeah, but I mean, like, any of that. Like, there are so many directions you could go with that. Okay. I like that. I think it's great. This is why I'm the best booker. I'm Forget Booker T, you're Booker A. <laughs> I've got a booking question for each of you. So. Can I be Booker K? <laughs> Grab the K. Make it spring. Booker A. Are we doing questions or are we still. Oh, I thought you said you had. Uh, you were talking about Bray, so I interrupted with my question. Oh, well. Oh, no, I think we talked about everything. Yeah. We, we liked his... Video. Yeah, we didn't really go through the Raw SmackDown. It was just kind of, okay, would you like would you not like? Okay. You want your question? Do it. Give me... It's an AEW question, okay? I don't know what their WrestleMania is going to be, but it comes. You've got... You've got... Kenny Omega, you've got Jericho, you've got Hangman, you've got Cody, you've got... Moxley. Moxley. I want you to book... Your AEW WrestleMania main event. Who are the two guys that get that are spot? There two guys? <laughs> well, yeah, it could be. I, I wouldn't go any further than the Fatal Four. I'll, I'll give you a Fatal Four. You can go two one on one. You can go Triple Threat. Fatal Four is as far as I'm gonna let you go. Which I, I don't really want you. To, I don't want you to book a Fatal Four. You can't go Triple past Threat the or one on one. No. Who who do you think gets that match at their biggest show? I'm gonna say if it if it if it's gonna be soon. You know, because we don't know how, how far. That's what I'm saying. Be. It's hard to book because you yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah. But just it comes. Who do you? Who Based do you off what we've got so far, we'll do a triple threat with Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, John Moxley. Just because mm. that was the main event of the other show. It was the main event of Double or Nothing. He came out and fucked both of them up. Why not? See, you know, Chris Jericho's champ at that point. So he beats. So okay. he beats Hangman. I'll okay. say. So Jericho's your yeah. champ. Yeah, I'll, I'll, you've got to. You've got to just. Because nobody knows who the fuck Hangman is. True. Right. Um, you've got to put the belt on Chris Jericho because he is, at this point, the 
I would argue, first or second most popular person on that roster. Right. He also just gives the belt and, a certain amount of prestige. Yeah, exactly. Right. Let me let me go a little bit more in depth to how we get there. Um, so Jericho is the champ. Let's just say it's it's what are we almost August? Let's say they're they're. Their WrestleMania is not for you know a month or two, a couple months. Say so, so they do it in December. Yeah, the pay per view before their WrestleMania. How how do we get to Jericho, Moxley, Omega? Do they each do they fight each other and it's like a DQ and they both get added? What what? No. How would you put them in there in in a triple threat? How did they get to that spot? I would say this is just Mark booking, honestly. At this point, I feel like, but you know. The end of that, it was Omega and Moxley. That was what they teased at the end. Right. You had them in that pay-per-view one-on-one. Mm-hmm. The pay-per-view before the, the Mania. Right. And then you have the champ, Chris Jericho, come out and beat the shit out of both of them. Because that's what he's been doing. Ooh, I kind of like that. You yeah. know, you, you have him come out in the Luchasaurus Max or something like that. Because that's what he likes to do re- yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. You know, you have him come out in a mask of somebody else that wrestles in a mask in AEW, Pentagon or something. Yeah. I feel like he's done Pentagon already, but you do that, and he comes out and beats the fuck out of both of them with a chair or kendo stick or a barbed wire baseball bat or something. Kind of like an AEW is fucking mine. Or perhaps a clipboard yeah, exactly. that's the list of Jericho. No, 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 no. You grab the microphone and you just say, you're welcome. Because that's his whole thing right now. You know, tell me thank you. I want you to say thank you to me. And you just beat the fuck out of both of the top guys in there. You're welcome. I'm the champion. I pick who I want to fight. I like you don't pick who I want to fight. I like that. So that would, would that be a number one contenders match? And he just comes it and It was supposed it? to be a number one contenders match. And just be like, guess what? I'm the fucking champion. I decide who I want to fight. And he I want to fight both of you. Yeah. I want to fight the both of you. And mm-hmm. I'm going to sabotage you guys every week to give myself an upper hand when we do fight. I do I like, like that. that. Okay. Yes. What do you have winning that triple threat? That triple threat? I would put it on Mox, man. Mox. Even though, all right, me as an unbiased booker, I would put it on Mox. Me being who I am personally, I would want Chris Jericho to retain. Right, right. But do you think? But you. Oh, sorry. It wouldn't hurt him to lose to any of one of those guys. Oh no, definitely not. So the only thing that would it hurt Omega. To lose that match. It would hurt Omega to lose that match. To two w- former WWE guys. Yes. Yes. Do you think they have to be careful about when they put belts on Kenny and the Young Bucks and Cody just because... They're in charge. They Maybe he's... Behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. So do young, you think they're going to try to shy away from well, that? From I would the say... I would probably. say probably, but I would say if you put on the Young Bucks or Kenny, nobody would have a problem with it because Young Bucks are arguably... The best tag team in the world, and Kenny's mm-hmm. arguably the best, best wrestler in the world. Yep. So Cody, sorry, I, I think Cody's good, but I think Cody getting the belt would be kind of like a Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I love Cody. Cody's my like top five. He's really top five. But I, I could see uh, you put it on Cody right now. No. If you wait a year or two, not in yeah. early yeah. stages, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that I feel like that's what they're trying to avoid right now mm-hmm. is prematurely putting themselves in the spotlight. Okay, exactly. But even if they do, like I feel like at this point they're starting to realize how much work 
it is to run a, a wrestling company, mm-hmm. which you hear them talk about all the time with them just running back and forth backstage all night, and then they have to go put on the match. So I think they might mm-hmm. even shy away from it just from the Themselves. standpoint of, yeah, like, I, I don't, don't know mean... if I can go out there and defend this title and put everything I have on the line while I'm right. trying to make sure the show's fucking functioning properly. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're not... Besides the besides uh, Nick Jackson, they're all kind of getting up their age at this point. Yeah, yeah Jericho. Well, I mean, Jericho, Jericho's definitely old, but like Kenny Omega and Cody are in their mid thirties at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's not as really? yeah, he's pretty old. He's older than Shit. you would think. Yeah. I thought he was uh, like in his early thirties. I think Nick Jackson is. I think Nick Jackson's either 28, 29, maybe. Matt Jackson's like thirty five. Uh, Cody Rhodes is also the. Dude, the man was in WWE when he was, like, fucking 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Rhodes boys started young. The whole WWE Especially show, Dustin. Uh, he was, like, he was in, Yeah, he was wrestling in uh, USWA yeah. or something like that in Texas. I was listening to the Stone Cold podcast with Tony Khan, mm-hmm. and he was talking about gold dust and stuff yeah. like that. And he was like, yeah, no... Goldust was about four years younger than I was, but he had, like, two years of experience on me already at that point. Yeah. And I was just like, what? I read his um, his autobiography, Crossroads, that he put out mm-hmm. several years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it not long ago. And, yeah, he started out way young. Yeah, before way Cody young. was even born, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're the expert, so if I ever have a... A question about Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Which I don't feel the show's going on. You gonna you gonna call me? <laughs> like the million dollar question. Is like friends. some abstract question about Dustin Rhodes. I'm like I know exactly. Is it not going on anymore? I is thought they had a lady host now. Okay, he's up. He was up to almost sixty painkillers a day <laughs> and a half gallon of vodka. <laughs> That's Dixie. <laughs> Let me get Hydros, Roxy's. Vicodin. He was, he, Vicodin was his. All that shit. We get a little weed. This went from a... At his worst... Alcohol. At his worst, he was between... <laughs> I got that from the... The, the whites. The, the, the wonderful, wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Have you ever seen No, we've talked about it. Have you seen that? What is it? The I wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia? It's a, by the Jeff Tremaine, the other dude, Jackass. And it's shot like Jackass. It's pretty fucking but great, it's but it's real. an actual family that lives in West Virginia who's famous for redneck tap dancing, and they are crazy. It's unironic, oh, I should say. Jackass is real, but it's still kind of ironic. I yeah. feel like um, the people that filmed that were like, wow. Yeah, they're tap dancers. No, mm-hmm. like redneck tap dancing. Hank the third did it. And uh, he's great friends with them. And... Uh, they have a mind shaft. I said Hank III, like I know who that is. Hank Williams. Hank Williams, oh. Jr.'s son. Yeah. Okay. The third. Well, okay. The third. Okay. The third. Okay. You should be ashamed that I knew that. Hank the third? Like, who the fuck is <laughs> Hank the third? I don't know who Hank the third is. Hank Hill? Hank, dude. Fucking, dude. Your question. Getting back on track. Yeah, okay. Last I'm question. You're going to have to cut right. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> your question. It's it's. I think Emily might have the hardest one just because everyone, you know, you got a lot of options. WWE title, Universal title, okay. WrestleMania. Okay. What are your matches? If you have somebody in one of those matches who is not in a title picture now, you mm-hmm. have to explain. Other than that, you can just say this is this is where we're going with this. Okay. Is so Brock a part of it? Is so both. Are we talking about the Universal both. and the, uh, okay. 
So I like the idea of Kofi having his title for like a year, keeping it until Mania next year. So uh, your answer is more important. So I'm just going to go ahead and put this in there. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, I feel like the reason Brock's in the position he is, is because he's got some dirt or he's just bullying the fuck out of people backstage to get his way. Somebody needs to fucking blow that nigga's brains out, or we can't say nigga can't. <laughs> well, like, somebody needs to now. fucking kill that man. Well, technically, <laughs> I feel like you can. <laughs> I can we, say nigga. We've already quoted Booker T once. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Brock Lesnar, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> there we go, we got it again. You like Kofi. <laughs> yes, sorry, I apologize about the interruption. My interruption was about Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, needing to die. <laughs> and that is left. Um, so I like the idea of Kofi keeping his belt until next Mania. You know, waited 11 years to get this title, let him keep it for a little bit. Yeah, why not? You've let Brock keep titles for longer. You've let AJ keep titles for longer. Why not? Um... But I think, yeah, I feel like he would lose it at Mania. And you pretty much, I mean, you'd have to put it on a heel, I guess, if you're going to keep doing the heel face, you know, battles back and forth. And I don't dislike the idea of him losing it to The Fiend. Who's not necessarily a heel. He's just, right. He's just The Fiend. Right. And, And maybe between now and then we can work on getting away from good guy versus bad guy and just having person yes. versus person. Exactly. I have beef with you. We're Human versus fiend or whatever. You know, you know it's not about whatever. being good or bad. We're just both terrible fucking people, but I hate you. Yeah. So I want to fight you. Yeah. That's how it should be. That's how it is in the real world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've got two shitty people fighting each other all the time. Yeah. So Those usually the shitty people who fight. Kofi exactly. versus Ray for the WWE. I'll take... Kofi versus Bray for the WWE Championship. Okay, what about Universal? Who do you got going Sounds on this looking channel? At, I like what you've done there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about this. Um, so then the Universal, I don't like the idea of Brock keeping the title from now until then. I feel like somebody's got to take it off so of him. take the title off Brock. So, let me think. So Brock's got the Universal title. I would eventually, and I don't even know how you get there because we've you've had opportunity to do it before and have squandered it, but yeah. somehow getting it on Braun, and okay. maybe maybe you put it on Braun at WrestleMania. Okay. I feel like after all the the bidding that he's done in these different feuds and all the crazy dumb shit they've had him do with porta potties and dumpsters and ambulances and all <laughs> he's the trash like, garbage trucks and all that. <laughs> Give the man a goddamn belt. Right. <laughs> you know, he I think he's earned it at this point. So would you like for him to take the title off Brockamania or fight someone else for the title? You know, you could and again if you're not doing the heel face shtick you could have Braun take it off of a heel, and he more, you know, have him as more of like an anti-hero. Right. Not really a true face, not really a, a heel. So, that means you have to take the Universal title off of Brock. 
somebody. Well, I mean, there's plenty of time. More you of could, a you face. could take it off of Brock with Seth and then have someone with Seth. True. You could have Seth take it off Brock, and as much as people would cringe and bitch and moan, and, and I wouldn't be the happiest person in the world about it, but you oh, can have Baron take uh, it off uh, of Seth. I think that's But it, that's it would be, be a bigger victory for yeah, Braun. People would cheer the fuck out of people, Braun. Yeah, people are going to cheer the fuck I out of Braun anyway. I think that's inevitably where we're going is a Baron Corbin title run. Right? That's right. eventually going to happen. I, I feel, feel like, like Carnahan's called that months ago. Yes. It's going to happen. With and it's something. very unfortunate. Yeah. So you, it's, so I think that builds Braun into a huge superstar beating Baron at WrestleMania because people are going to love that. Yes. Yes. And that'll finally be the culmination of the past couple of years of him, you know, breaking away from the Wyatt family, having these pushes. Yeah. You know. Monster in the bank. Monster. <laughs> you know, maybe we can forget about that. <laughs> but uh, but it will have been long enough since he'd had that many. You know, he'd had a couple other Mr. Money in the banks since then. Yeah, not like that. I'd be For it to have been forgiven his past transgressions, mm-hmm. which you know, not entirely his own. It's just the booking. Absolutely. So, do you think with the past, what has it been now? Three, three million banks. Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, no. Brock's there were two years in, in a row that they were so failed cashing. Brock actually cashing in. It kind of defeats that. But do you think that that means for the next couple of years that it'll be a guaranteed cashing win? Mm, like with those know. couple of years with Baron and Braun that you fucked it. I feel like next year should be a successful cash in. But I feel like with the next one, they should wait longer. Who would we like to they see? They should wait till closer to Mania. Winning to Money in the Bank? Who, who's Money in the Bank next year? It's got to be a face. That's so far away, and you don't know who's going to have the title. But no, they've got to do a baby face, who's, man. Who's Money in the Bank lends itself so well to heels, though. But they've got to do a baby sure. face or a tweener. I know, Somebody, I know who I want to be Money in the Bank next year. I want it to be Daniel sure. Bryan. I don't mind that. I like Black. that. Mm. I, don't see Black, I don't see Black being good with the bank. Yeah. No, nah, I don't like that. Ricochet? I like AJ. I heal AJ with the bank. You know, yeah. I, I like AJ yeah. or Daniel Bryan. I, I like I like AJ or Daniel. I like both I think of those both guys. Them would be really I would two like of the top no, five wrestlers in the world. Winning yeah, no, 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 no. Depending on what they do with him between now and then, I wouldn't mind to see Ali win. I was because, Ali too. Because he had the... He's just such a natural fucking baby face. Though. I know. I feel like... Hmm. As much I love Ali though. Money in the Bank. It depends on Pre- how you're booking. Yeah. On so. Money in the Bank does work better with heels. It does. And that's not to say that a face can't win it though. Right, right, right. RVD won it. That's sure. one of the most historical fucking cash-ins of all time. Oh no, that was great. But I also feel like a lot of times we run into issues. With the baby faces winning, if they always want to announce it beforehand, they don't want it to be a surprise. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "We're gonna fight this." Finn and AJ are both gonna match. Both in the club. Oh. AJ's the leader. Finn wins the match. Ooh. Oh. oh shit. Yeah. Then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like, you remember that? Yeah. You remember that? Oh, Triple H. That's, that's what that reminds me of, two right there. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs down. That's what that reminds me of. That's my book. Yeah. What about a, a Chappelle oh, show? 
uh, Rick James. I wish I had four thumbs. <laughs> Two sets of hands so I can give them to these four thumbs down. Rick James, bitch. Welcome to the China Club. Unity. Oh man. Oh, sweet Jesus. I love that I feel like we always come back to the Chappelle show. Yeah. Podcast or something. It's about wrestling, but secretly it's about Chappelle show. Yeah, you know, in the Chappelle theme song, we like, you know, the theme song is like, Best not bring your cues. <laughs> I think of that every time I think of our podcast. <laughs> Best not bring your cues <laughs> to this podcast. Alright, so I think that concludes the. Uh, the questions. Yep. Um, what are we in for next? Well, I think it's been a pretty good night. You know, I don't think we've ever actually done this with with the the penises. Uh, should we do some madlibs? We'll do some madlibs. Do some madlibs. I need paper. Well, fanatics, we've decided to have ourselves a little night's cat, if you will. Oh, oh. We'll be uh, winding up this episode of Three Fans and Pop with some Mad Libs. Mad Libs. And basically what we do is we just take a normal everyday ad, ad Mad Lib and we try to insert as many wrestling terms as we can possibly fathom within the blanks. <laughs> Kitty said insert. I, I did. <laughs> we penetrate these Mad Libs with some wrestling uh, it's verbiage. It's what we're good at. <laughs> yes. But uh... Alright, so uh, do you guys want to do this one at a time? You just want to have a free-for-all, discuss who has the best word? How do you want to do this? Um, you can just do one mad flip. Uh, oh, you mean one? Like, like, with blanks, like, do I just point at you and you give me one, or do you want to, like... Oh, we can round all robin. work... Yeah, yeah, I say we can all work on yeah. one mad lip. Let's, let's yeah. do it to Let's you. round robin. Let's do that. It'll, no, it'll shake things up. I you all work on one mad lip. That's fine. Yes. I'm asking for individual <laughs> blanks. Yeah. Ask one of yeah. you. Okay. You go yeah. first, second, third, first, second, third, third, third. Just go anti-clockwise. You can put Tell yourself the in there. If you wanted. I can't because I can read it. Okay. Uh, I need an adjective, Brian. It's a describing word. Um, Harry. Because that's. Lars Sullivan. Harry. Oh. <laughs> Harry, old Lars Sullivan. Um, Emily, I need a color. Flesh tone. Mm. Ooh. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also need a color. Magenta. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking Magenta. about that, huh? <laughs> Magenta <laughs> on mine. <laughs> Brian, I need another Can I do two words? Big dog? Big dog. Yes. Yes, we do that. 
pretend I need A, but putting over or jobbing. Jobbing. Let's do jobbing. Oh, that could go so many. <laughs> Brian, I need a now. <sighs> Lars Sullivan. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a very specific You don't tease it. Uh, right. <laughs> we have a verb ending in ing. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sucking. <laughs> well, there you go. Sucking, huh? Do you want another one, or do you just want to pass it to <laughs> Deb? can go. I need a plural noun. Foreskins. Oh boy. <laughs> this has nothing to do with wrestling. Oh, um, 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 uh, um. Uh, Nia Jax's foreskins. <laughs> <laughs> that has everything to do with it. Oh, no. <laughs> Was that Nia Jax's or not? I'll scribble that in on top. <laughs> well, that one makes a little bit more sense. Make <laughs> sure uh, Brian, I need another portal now. Matt Hardy's. <laughs> like plural? <laughs> I'm just saying. I've heard of Matt Hardy's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Emily. I just put an S on the minute. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And this is a thousand different people saying it. <laughs> uh, lawnmowers. Ooh, that ties up real. I was gonna say freaks. <laughs> Lars, though. Right. Right. Is that Dunzo? Yes. So, uh, the title of this Mad Lib is, which Emily will appreciate this, The Grinch. Oh, shit. It's not, <laughs> it's not The Grinch. It's not Jim Carrey is The Grinch. Uh, unfortunately. Well. No Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess. Scurvy Tales, I'm not gay, I cannot save you. <laughs> the Grinch is a hairy, flesh-toned creature with magenta eyes. Ooh. But it's not like Christmas cheer. <laughs> when he sees people celebrating Christmas, it makes him glorious. <laughs> <laughs> he and his big dog, Max, which I did. Try to jobbing Christmas for people in the town of Lorsilvansville <laughs> <laughs> by sucking their Christmas Nijack Sorskins. Oh, oh, that works. Why does that have to work so well? Oh. <laughs> when the people still have Christmas cheer, even without. Matt Hardy, the Grinch decides to return the lawnmowers. Very nice. Very nice. Fast clap. <laughs> Fast clapping for that one. Oh, shit. I've got quite a few of these saved. <laughs> oh, okay. Pick the best ones. Awesome. Alright, who do we leave off with? Your turn. I need a silly name. 
Blaster McMassive. <laughs> Which fanatics, if you are not aware of who that wrestler is, it is a wrestler from Chikara. <laughs> he is currently working in Evolve, as far as I know. You, you need to you need to get on it. You need to figure it out. <laughs> I need an unrealistic profession. <laughs> For me? Yeah. No, just in, like just <laughs> not for you. Is he an unrealistic profession? Jobber. <laughs> Emily, I need a country. Venezuela. I need another silly name. Bongo McBitch Tits. That is from a wrestling meme from like five years ago, but okay, I'll give you a new one. I don't know. Don't the clown. Fine. Don't the clown. Isaac Yankee. There's a lot of silly names. Erwin Arshyster. Gobbledygook. The gobbledygooker. Let's do the gobbledygooker. I need a color. Purple. Need an adjective. Sweaty. Mmm. Mm-hmm. I need an adverb. Hmm. The fuck is an adverb? It describes a verb. L Y. Lovingly. That's what I was gonna say. Skip me on the adverbs. Gloriously. Scarily. Hauntingly. Yeah, there's a lot. Fiendishly. I'm trying to pick the best one possible. But wrestling. Sleazily. Yeah. There you go. Thomas wore my Joey, my Joey Ryan shirt, huh? I need another silly name. Luchasaurus Rex. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That one makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I need another silly name. These are all supposed silly to be different, name? by the way. Oh, let's go with Erwin Arshaster. Because. Why not? We've been talking about Bray all night. Let's throw his dad in there. I need a facial feature. Harry Mole. <laughs> mole, mole, mole. Mole, 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 mole. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't even remember what song that is, but I know that line. <laughs> well, I think you were thinking of the. Uh... Was it Sean, Sean, Sean Paul? I was thinking of first Mike Myers. Was it Austin Powers? Oh no, that's what it's from. When he's like mole, because I was like, don't don't acknowledge the mole, like mole, mole. But also, yeah, it no, sounded like from. you were doing the um, Limp Biscuit rolling. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it did <laughs> so sound like that a little bit. It, it works. Like, it works. <laughs> Wrestling theme, it works. Yeah. What else you got? 
Who was that? Me. Or no, I don't know. I said Harry Mole, so Brian. I need a U.S. city. Fairfax. Virginia? New Jersey, right? No, I don't know. Fairfax. Fairfax. Fairfield? <laughs> New Jersey. Fairfax, Nova Scotia? Yeah, like, that works It's all over. It's there somewhere. Biloxi. <laughs> There's a Fairfax somewhere. There's multiple Guaranteed. Fairfaxes. Guaranteed. I know for a fact that there is one in Virginia, though. Emily, I need one more silly name. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, it's hard. Wrestling name. Uh, Hornswoggle. Ah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. There you go. Hey. hey. I'm good it's at geography. It's in Virginia. I'm very good at geography. Do Fairfield. Is that in New Jersey? I don't know. That's, I think that is in New Jersey. I need a verb. Ah, look at, look at, it was. Uh, oh, is it? A verb? A verb, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're 100% right about Fairfield. A verb. Um, catching. Fairfield Township in Jersey. Brian, I need a noun. Rob Need a formerly badass actor now selling out. Jason Statham. Oh, Jay- I was gonna <laughs> yes. say that. Okay, we'll go. With we'll it. do it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it comes full circle. <laughs> I need a noun. A noun? Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> All right. So this one is called. Generic comic superhero movie. Oh, this should be good. That's why I kept asking for silly names. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this will be good. I <laughs> can't wait. Meet our hero, Blast from McMassive, a super intelligent <laughs> jobber. A runner with the Venezuelan military needs him to create his alter ego, Gobbledygooker. (laughs) A purple, sweaty giant table of great destruction. (laughs) He sleazily battles the military with his girlfriend, Luchasaurus Rex. (laughs) Oh, he's gay. Okay. Let's keep it keep going. Eventually, it is discovered that our hero's longtime colleague, Erwin R. Schweiff. Shyster. Shyster. Exposition. This is getting good. (laughs) Distinguished by his hairy mole, is trying (laughs) to turn gobbledygooker into a weapon, leading to a climactic, if pointless, battle in downtown Fairfax. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) With an evil version of the same giant alter ego called Hornswoggle. (laughs) Eventually, the enemy is subdued by... Catching him with a Braun Strowman. <laughs> and the final reel, Jason Statham appears to propose joining him in a Vincent Kennedy McMahon. 
<laughs> oh my god. I don't really know what that means. <laughs> well, fanatics, uh, although this episode has been nothing but a pleasure for us here at Three Tents in a Pod, we unfortunately do have to sign off. As much as we wish this would pay the bills, it does not. But if you ever wanted it to, you know what you could do? You could take out, check out our Patreon page. Hey. You go to uh, patreon.com forward slash three fans in a pod, all lowercase, you can see our different reward tiers. They're pretty great. With it, you get to just tier two, and you get a brand spanking new wrestling gimmick gifted to you by us. And all you have to do is just donate a little bit of money and send us an email with a little bit of yourself. If you don't, then it's just going to be something that is alliteration with your name, probably. Because <laughs> who doesn't like alliteration? <laughs> we'll just see what we come up with that we like. It sounds fun. It's going to be great. Yes. And then, you know, you move on from there. Maybe maybe you get a shirt with that gimmick on it. Maybe you get something cool with that gimmick on it. We're literally giving you a brand. Yes, we're branding you. Not physically branding you. But, I mean, we could. But you have to give us, like, $500 to sign a, sign a contract brands, you want to sue us. <laughs> brands are not cheap. <laughs> so, I mean... That's up to you for now. Um, but as always, please follow us on all of our social media. You can find us all on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. All at 3 fans in a pod, all over case. You will see the big gold belt. Click it, like it, follow it, subscribe. And talk to us. We love hearing from you guys. And as always, the most important places you could ever possibly find us is on the places where you can hear our lovely, lovely voices. And those places, you might be asking yourself, are SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. Again, always, just search through fans in a pod. You will see the big old belt, microphone, side plates. Like it. Love it. Subscribe to it so you can tell when we put out a new episode. Also, leave us some comments. We know that our... We, we do like to drink during this. So, the later we get into the podcast, sometimes the facts aren't correct. Practice. We don't mind. Would help us out. Or if you also like to drink, tell us what you like to drink while you listen to us. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. We're pretty cool people. Yeah. And as always. Interaction. Mm. We value interaction. Yes. Indeed. We love humans. And puppies. And kitties. And snakes. Snacks. Snacky snacks. We love snacky snacks. Snacks. <laughs> we have a dog. Soon to be probably a cat, and also a snake. So, um, but as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like to hear us discuss, or just truly wanna maybe uh, shoot some emails back and forth, you can always email us at threefansinapod at gmail.com. Again, all lowercase, all one word. We'll get back to you. Talk to us, fanatics. Yeah, don't be scared. I know 116 of you listened to an episode. Didn't hear shit from you. <laughs> Where y'all at? Where are you guys at? Chicken the I wish you could see our faces right now, because we're very, very skeptical of this. Squinty eyes. Where are you at? Mm, Brock Lesnar squinty eyes, as you guys. Where mm. are you Where are <laughs> But as always, fanatics, stay classy. We out this motherfucker! We out.
Yeah, it just looks up. 